0: Hang on. Let's do this for the great one. Can you hear me, Chad? Chad, can hey, hello. you hear me? Hello? hello. Chad, you there? Yeah, I can't hear. Can yeah. you hear me? Is this thing? Can you hear me? Oh, I, I can hear you a little. <laughs> How's things? Oh. Um. <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to say. And already your face is saying everything. I uh, I want to know about your, your dating horror story. I just checked your text right there. I'm like, oh, shit. Chad went on another horrible date that we all get to benefit from, and he gets to pay the price. So I, I'm, I'm more. I don't even have to lift a finger. You're doing all the work for me. Let's let's
1: set that aside for a second. Um, now, I know you like to ask questions, so I'm going to ask questions.
0: What oh, you day may. is it? What day is it today? Today is Wednesday. Let's go more the month and date. Right, today is the day that the complete fucktarded rejects of society should have their taxes in by now. And if you don't have your taxes in by now, I can't advise people do suicide because that's wrong, but maybe you ought to try to swim to Japan without a life raft. That's uh, that's what I would say today is. So it's a bit of an unusual
1: year. Don't we normally have you know only until April 15th? So you got
0: three extra months
1: to get your shit together.
0: Donald Trump, who was a Democrat who turned Republican, by the way, I'd say more populist, but... Let's not split hairs is just betraying the Republican Party, doing the ultimate affirmative action thing and extending this for you inferior people who can't get your fucking shit together and pay your fucking taxes. So I I I I can understand that. Yes, today is where the inferiors are going to prove themselves even more inferior. Um, well, I don't want to go
1: that far. There's a listener hmm. of ours who I, I did his taxes just a couple days ago. So, they, But they were simple. They're fine. No big deal. He sent right. me and I did it. Right. I think I was texting you about this either yesterday or Monday where I had people that were actually getting upset that they had to change their own schedule to come in so we could do their taxes today, today, today,
0: today. Did you, did you use the most powerful word in all of the world's languages? No. Did you say no? Did you tell him no?
1: So what I usually did, oh. or what I usually did, No, 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 no.
0: Hold on, hold on. All right, all right, I
1: give them one chance to to meet my needs. I'm like, if you come at this time, we'll only have an hour. Bring this, 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 and this. I give them one chance. But this dumb hairstyle bitch was like, "Well, I, I'll have to like, I'll have to cancel appointments I've already made." And I'm like, "Well, that sounds really too
0: bad."
1: Yeah. Too what am I supposed fuck's... to do? Stay there till midnight?
0: For fuck's sake! I'm, I'm done. Chad, here's the thing. Not that I'm accusing you of this, but if you guys all keep bending over backwards. I'm done with these, that. For these retards, you're enabling a petulant child adult uh, class. I mean, you don't pay your taxes. You, you had a Republican president, quasi-Republican anyway, extend affirmative action for stupid inferior people. Three what? months. Three months. And you guys, what? I I mean, where are you brought up that you think you you don't pay your taxes? Like, this is an option. And then, may I speculate, they dare take it out on you like you're the one that has set this hard time limit? Is it, no, you need to get in here by now? See, I'm not even, you know, I'm going
1: to, I'm not giving them a pass, but I'll say, okay, some people leave stuff to the last minute. My major bone to pick—it wasn't just the hairstylist. There were some others. My major bone to pick is they're actually arguing with me about what time I have available for them to come in because it inconveniences them.
0: Now, <laughs> what do you do with those clients?
1: I just said take it or leave it. And I'm, I, dude. There's so many on the chopping block this year. Like Good. when I get when I get through October 15th, there's going to be quite a bit that are just I'm giving them to somebody else or, or I'm not doing it. In fact, I would like to take this time to know. If anybody wants to follow in my footsteps per se, I've got about a hundred clients just waiting for you. You'll have them instantly.
0: You take them. I I think you should be down to a third of your client base because you have no expenses. You're right. I mean, I don't know why you're torturing yourself. Now, look, I understand the original uh, incentives for every young man and woman out there to hustle and make your money and pay back your student loans and be the best that you could possibly be. But when you grow the fuck up and get a little bit of wisdom, you realize, dude, I am not working for the rest of my life. This is, I've never known you to be happy during a busy season. I've never known any accountant to be happy during busy season and you guys don't need the money. So well, okay. Maybe some of them do because they married a Bipsy and they have an SUV mortgage in the suburbs or whatever, but you dude, you could, you could just, join the SR 71 Blackbird club and come fly at the high elevations with us elites and just like get by on one third year income I and mean, then only take like very precious, high quality, not bothering you bullshit clients from henceforth.
1: You're correct. Huh. I just, you know, I need to reevaluate how I'm doing things because money, money is no problem right now. Like okay. I will get paid plenty. It's always good to make money, but man, it's these deadbeats, these, Freaking like last minute, argumentative, never have their shit together. I, you know, I could handle it on a normal year, but we have three extra months to get your shit together. There's no excuse. You can't blame this on Corona Chan. May,
0: may I ask you a question? hmm. Why are you even entertaining the I, in my mind, you painted a, a stereotype. I'm picturing the fat, bloated. Hair salonist woman. I I don't know. She could be very svelte. I don't know. But you you painted this stereotype in my mind. Why are you even entertaining these people at this point in time?
1: Well, no, I have to be fair. Right. Some of them. You know how those you've seen S corp returns, you know, that I do, obviously, right? The the form 1120S. Right. So I want to hold on to those clients as much as possible because that's a moneymaker. It does take time. So I'm generally willing to give them more rope. But if it's anybody else who's just lazy or stupid or you know, I'm, dude, I'm done. Like there are going to be changes at the end of this year for my business.
0: I, I would argue, uh, especially you know, this is the older brother podcast. We're giving it to the younger brothers. Any younger sisters that want to listen, huh. if you play your cards right and you are a minimalist, you don't need that much money. Correct. And as I've gotten older, and it wasn't I had not even gotten older. I knew this kind of young where. You know, okay, yeah, it would be nice to have a brand new Mustang. But what really increases standards of living is not the material wealth you have or the money in your account, it's how few idiots you have to deal with in your life. Yes. And if I don't have to, like, uh, the perfect pinnacle example, like, right, let's let me ask you this, Chad. <clears throat> let's say you are a hedge fund manager, but you have a boss in Connecticut, New York and you make $3 million a year, is that guy necessarily better off than the quiet security guard making $30,000 a year who answers to no one?
1: You know what? Um, if, if I was in my 20s, I would have said, yeah, the, the $3 million dude, I want to be him. But mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, the older I get, the more peace I want. And I'm willing to forego extra money in order to get that serenity.
0: Right, I I uh, as I know this for a fact. I know this to be factually true, but as I got older, I mean, I was just more and more convinced of it where I'm like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. I'm not playing the- I I think a lot of it is think of the standard of living decrease you sustain when you have psychopathic bosses that are politically motivated or financially motivated against the Against your job, against the profits of the company, because everyone is a self-serving economic agent, and they're all going for their own, not necessarily for the team. There's no logic, there's no morals, there's no ethics, and then at the end, you got to go into this nightmare of of a, of an environment. You know, Dre talks about this nonstop. Dre, our buddy, who by the way is a black man with a huge penis, six um, foot two, six foot two. Uh, Lord knows how his penis, how uh, big his penis. <laughs> um. We've gone around this before where he's somewhat flummoxed or uh, quandried where he's like, well, do I use my affirmative action thing to get ahead? It's like, well, you can use it to get ahead a little bit, but then you're stuck in this environment where meritocracy is gone. Logic is gone. It is Arkham's insane asylum. And I think the true wealth, the true pinnacle that every man and what few women of you tune in could tolerate our shtick here." uh should be aiming for is peace and calm and serenity and and just a happy life where there is no bullshit there's no drama there's no office politics there's no politics at all it's just you have clients that come in they pay you everything's done and then okay chad you don't make your 140 grand or whatever it is a year you make your 50 grand a year but you know what you could still live. You could still eat. And then the rest of your life, you get to go run. You get to go hang out at whatever O'Shaughnessy's. or What I think, I think that is that is the true. Uh, f- not, I wouldn't say final, but that's the true st- high standard of living is a life free of worry and bullshit and dumbass people. I, th- I think that's that's probably the the highest standard of living you can achieve.
1: So you used a term once. I think this was years ago. Um, you remember talking about forced entrepreneurship. I mean, yeah, that was you, right?
0: Yeah, forced entrepreneurship. Yes.
1: So the last time I had a real job, you know, not some temporary summer gig, was it uh, 2013, mm-hmm. and I was making great money. But it's like you said, the boss—I just could not deal with. Like, I get bad boss after bad boss after bad boss. Now they were all women. I'm not going to just, just saying that's what they were. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know. I'm going to have to go out on my own. And that's when I kind of, cause you know, my dad was doing this and I ended up, I started kind of doing it with him. Um, I, I, for not for, I, for, I gave up a, a lot of opportunity to make a lot of money in order to just do it on my own because I, dude, I was almost like suicidally unhappy.
0: Yeah. With, with it, that's not, that's not worth it. You're doing it wrong then. I mean, what, you don't yeah. got a car. You live in a downtown major metro area, which arguably has some of the finest public transportation. I have to give oh, yeah. Chicago that much of credit. Totally, yeah. you got you got some great. I mean, it, it's and you're a single guy now. Single women can also live on the same budget that single men do. You obviously choose not to, ladies, because you need your ten thousand dollar handbags or whatever. Go out to eat in, every
1: night. Yeah,
0: but individual people, single people, and especially you guys, guys. I, I, I guess. The older brother wisdom I'm trying to convey to the younger guys is your goals shouldn't necessarily be wealth. It should be freedom, which I think there's always been that undertone uh, lesson we've tried to convey here. But uh, especially now, I could, I could see it. I mean, the life you're going through right now is like, you don't need these people. You're pissed off right now. You can't come travel. So I would say get rid of like 60% of your clientele and just keep the elite so that you can go and actually enjoy your freaking life. So I've probably
1: talked about this with you before, and it's really my own issue. I just have to get over this. One of the things is I want people to go away, you know, when I when I tell them to go away, but I don't want them to go away angry because I'm sure if I piss somebody off, nothing would make them happier than to go on Yelp and all you know Google and all these other apps where your reputation is key and trash me. I've had people threaten to do that, so I just have to figure out a way to get over that. If it you happens. know,
0: you know what? You don't have to worry about that. Why? Because you got me. And I'll just tell people to go and sign up for your tax services. It's true. I mean, fuck what – dude, nobody I, – I think it's kind of like the word racist that means nothing anymore. Like mm-hmm. Yelp reviews, that doesn't mean anything anymore. My Amazon book review, you know how you can tell a book is really, really, really good and you want to read it? because it's got bad reviews, right like, right I mean, it's got a, it's got a ton yeah. of fives it's got a ton of ones. So if it's got a ton of ones you know it's saucy. you know <laughs> it's good. you know it it hurts some of the fragile vages out there. And so I think people are kind of figuring that out like even news like do you trust Fox News implicitly? not really no, no. I mean people understand the the society's understanding of the online reviews they know it's BS. Here's another example where the pool's been tainted. Someone saw what it just takes one turd in the pool and no one's going to hop in it. When you go online on your dating profiles or a girl sends you a, a friend request on whatever platform and she's really cute. Do you believe that? Of course not. No, it's Dude. a Russian bot or our Ahmed trying to get your account. <laughs> um
1: one of our friends always does this funny thing on Facebook. When he gets one of those, he goes, not today, ISIS. Yeah, yeah, I him. know. Yeah, <laughs> I know our buddy, Benny Fitz. Yes, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mister Fitz. Benny Fitz. He of the multiple Facebook jail.
0: He like, has to. Yeah, he has to. Man, he's got, I don't know anyone who spent more time in, in Facebook jail than Benny Fitz. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know anybody who spent more time maybe
1: forney before he got off of facebook
0: <laughs> yeah well i've been i've been off uh social media i only use it now uh i've like totally uh because i can't i can't do it anymore i just it just puts me in a bad mood so i i've just uh, i don't post that much on anything yeah yeah i think it's you and Atham i just harass online and the guys at masculine geek uh and that's where about is Atham? Where are you at, Athens? In Reno. He's over in – what do you mean, where is he? Are you asking – Why is
1: he not here in the chat? You know, normally he shows up for these things.
0: Usually he does. He, he might be sleeping, though, because oh, he's working right. a night shift. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, – he Well, I'm, I'm – uh, I, I don't I, know, man. I, Well, I do know. You you should just get down to your core cl- – What? Have you ever calculated the minimum amount of money you need so you could just go be a free dude and be happy?
1: It's like you said, man. If I – if I cut, if I cut my client base by two thirds, mm-hmm. you know, leaving me with one third of these S corp clients and everything, that'll cover pretty much everything. It really will. Go.
0: Yeah, there you go. I then you could like go hang out with your nephew and 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 corrupt him and teach him about you know, and by corrupt because his parents are leftists, I mean things like fiscal responsibility and contributing to an IRA and and thinking about balanced budgets and shit like that or not shitting in the streets.
1: I will make sure that any damage being done by what's going on out there on the Pacific Northwest, I will counterbalance that as best I can. So,
0: <laughs> I I kind of wonder. I used to think kids had this natural – remember Ferris Bueller's Day off? Hell yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. To who quote, is the Scott? enemy? The enemy? Yeah, who is the enemy?
1: The principal or <laughs> – The principal Rooney. Principal Rooney. Yeah, Ed Rooney, yeah.
0: In the uh, f- good times at Ridgemont High or Fremont High or whatever that dumbass movie was that people thought was funny, who's the bad people?
1: I think it was that teacher that was like picking on Spicoli. Was that? His I name don't know. A, my, yeah. my
0: whole point is, back in the day when we had a healthy so, uh, society, had a healthy mind, it had a healthy mental state. You would the teachers were the enemy because you knew that it was prison you knew that little kids or big kids didn't want to go and sit in a place for eight hours a day, listening to some low IQ mutt, uh, blather on about whatever it was, you know, and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Not Mark Stein. Who's the guy that did Bueller? Oh, Stein. Uh, ben, ben
1: Stein. Ben, ben
0: Stein. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's a real economist and he went with the shtick. I mean, that it was brilliant because it, it painted a very clear picture the teachers were the bad people, and the students were the free people trying to be free. Now, i it's sad, but I thought we had that understanding. We're the good guys. They're the bad guys. We're the American. They're the Nazis. We're the Americans. They're the communists. Now your son, your, son, your nephew, uh, when he goes to school, I think they're totally indoctrinatable. I think they're easily s- steeped, stooped. Indoctrinated, So I don't know what you're going to be able to do aside from maybe be able to pull him out a little bit with like, you know, some rare insight or something like that.
1: So I don't know if I'm going to have any kids, probably not, but who knows. So for the time being, my nephew, he's going to inherit every dollar I have if I die. And I'm going to try to get I I will be imparting wisdom on him. I'm sincerely worried, you know, what's going to happen to him growing up in Oregon. There's just so many weirdos.
0: I wouldn't even guarantee the kid gets money. Like, uh, I—that's I, a problem. I've, I've written about it. I asked—I forgot how much. Like, four trillion dollars of bachelor money is going to go unclaimed because we don't have kids. And I you look at, that. <laughs> well, and and who cares? We'll be dead by that time. But I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking at it, and um, I'm seeing kids not being brought up right by the parents. Like, oh, I'll give it to this kid. No, I'll give it to this kid. No, kid goes major in dumb shit. I'll give it to this kid. This kid goes become a Marxist communist. You're not going to know until they're thirty. And so I'm I'm really, I, I, uh, aside from the GF, I think what I'm going to leave my money to is there's that, um, uh, legal institution that goes and exonerates people with DNA based evidence. They get them out of jail Mm. and I'm like, okay, you know, I'd rather have, I'd rather make people free who are falsely accused and convicted of a crime they didn't commit. So I'd rather uh, give it there. But yeah, the, the bachelor's out there, you, you guys are going to have to figure out what to do with your money once you die. And for God's sake, don't give it to the state. Give it, give it to anything but the state. Don't, don't have a, don't not have a will.
1: Are uh, Lucifer and Geronimo on your radar for that? No, nope. no, nope. because they're no? too
0: young. Now I saw what happened to Varmint. You know where I was like Varmint. Yeah, crazy. that's right. And I was like, I, mean, I was like my champion. I was like my gladiator in the in the Colosseum. I'm like, ah, kid's gonna do well. And then and then it just turned out to be another kid, which is why I'm supremely confident of not my ability to train people or get independent thought within young kids it's i have complete faith in schools media indoctrination and the government to get kids to do what they want them to do which is major stupid shit and so yeah. you know i i really gotta it, it probably will go to a non because let's this is not to besmirch uh lucifer or geronimo or or varmint or any one of these kids i'm not What good is my money going to do if you go major in dumb shit?
1: Probably not much. I mean, it'll provide a cushion, but...
0: No, it it, it doesn't solve a problem. If anything, it hurts people. It makes them weaker because, oh, Uncle Aaron gave me a bunch of money. Now I could go get the fancy condo near campus as I major in child art or whatever. Uh, Whereas like, okay, uh, Jerome is stuck in jail, falsely accused of rape. And they need five thousand dollars to run a test. I like. I'd rather give the money to that legal foundation that gets Jerome out of jail for a rape he didn't commit. Because at least Jerome yeah. is an is. You know, he he did, he's not some spoiled little brat that just like. Yeah, I want to. I mean, there's there's some justice there. some genuine production. Well, this could be um, maybe not
1: a book, but you could write a blog post on that. Like ideas for you know, bachelors who are probably not going to get married and have kids, but will have a lot of money, you know, just some mm-hmm. ideas on where they can leave them.
0: There's, so, yeah. there's a lot of it. I've thought about setting up like a, a white male only scholarship fund just to piss off all the, <laughs> all the right. You know, I mean, you know I mean? You have to be straight. You have to be straight by the way, too. You can't just be a white man. You have to be straight. I think Milo, you remember Mayo
1: Ionopoulos or whatever? He tried to do that. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, back in 2016, everybody okay. was
0: so offended by it. Yeah. yeah, no, I I have some other um, <clears throat> kind of micro George Soros ideas on how to really effectively. Um, you, we're not going to stop socialism. We're not going to stop feminism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just the human psyche human nature is committed to destroying itself and being lazy and having other people pay for shit. So I'm not even going to bother fighting that, but there's a couple you ever see force 10 from Navarone. No. Mm -mm. Okay. You've seen guns of Navarone. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So there's a sequel called force 10 from Navarone. They got different actors, including a very young Harrison Ford and uh, yeah. Edward Fox, who was a notable uh, British actor. He didn't have a lot of prominence in the United States, but he was very well known in, in Britain and Europe. Um, Will you
1: say the title of that again? I just want to look it up. Force
0: Ten from Navarone. Alistair McLean. He was an author. He wrote Ice Station Zebra, Force Ten from Navarone, The Guns of Navarone. These are all great books. One of the few books I read for pleasure and actually enjoyed. Enjoyed. Alistair McLean. Uh, and he made a Yeah, and he made a. Yeah. He wrote a bunch of books, and a lot of them were turned into movies. Um, but Edward Fox is the demolitions expert in Force Ten from Navarone, and he without going into detail, they're trying to help out the Yugoslavians fight off the Germans. And they failed in their original mission. And the Yugoslav general is like, okay, you guys need to get out of here. You're a bunch of Londoners. You don't know shit about this area. You got wrong and bad information. We lost some men. Leave. And then uh, Edward Fox says, sir, you know, I know the Germans are going to come here, but I could leave them some very nasty surprises. And that's kind of like, cause he was a debt. He could leave like traps and booby traps and explosions, things like that. And it's kind of the same thing I want to do. Like with my money, it's not going to stop the tide of socialism. It's not going to make fat women thin. It's not going to make nuclear families come back, but I could really piss off and cause a world of hurt for hundreds of thousands, maybe even a million uh, leftists with some key placed money in some key placed areas. All of which are legal, by the way. I'm not talking like terrorism or anti yet, but um, and and that's 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 sadly where I think the money should go because I don't see any champions. I don't see any young kids being brought up right where I'm like, wow, you're going to have a world of hurt. And but yet you majored in engineering and you're going to work really hard. Here's some money, kid. Best of luck to you. I, I just don't see that.
1: Oh, I was just looking at the cast, and they've got uh, Robert Shaw. You know, the captain from Jaws. Yeah. And yeah. they've got Apollo Creed
0: in it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got Carl Weathers, and it's yeah. got Jaws in it. It does. And Harrison Ford. And Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah, it's and Barbara Bach. You get to see your titties. Yeah. In too. Yeah, it's a good Maybe flick.
1: I will check. There's a lot I want to do after I get through today. You know, I'll have some mm-hmm. downtime. This, uh, this has made the list, just looking at the
0: cast. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but I'll tell you, the plot is really cool. Like, you're like, oh, they're going after the wrong target. I, I won't say anything more. Franco Nero is also in that. Another, uh, uh, I think he's Spanish, uh, but he's an actor that's probably more known globally than he is uh, American. I think he might still be alive. Um, and he was the bad guy in Die Hard 2. Colonel something or other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Colonel yeah. Stewart. Uh, William. St- yeah, no, it's Franco Nero. Franco Nero plays him. that, is that his name? Yeah, yeah Franco Nero. Yeah, yeah. He was like a really handsome fellow back in the day, but only to Europeans, apparently. He didn't really catch her in the United States. <laughs> but it's a great flick. It's a great flick. Oh, Jaws is in it. Carl Weathers gets into a knife fight. It, it's just a good old, you know, it ain't going to win no awards, but if you're looking for just a good popcorn movie, it's awesome. Well, is it a true
1: sequel and that there are elements from the first one that carry over? Yeah, yeah no. Different?
0: So they blow up the, Al Stomach-Lean kept it, kept it, Consistent, so they blew up the guns of Navarone, and this is like a year or two later. War still going on, and uh, they got to recall the British secret intelligence agency or whatever, to MI6. They they get they say, "You guys, come on!" And, and one guy's like, "Well, I screwed up my leg, and I'm you know I'm limping." And the other guy's like, "Yes, but I'm a civilian," and he's like, "Yes, you've all been recalled and promoted." They're like, "Thank you very much," <laughs> and then they throw him in with Harrison Ford, who's leading a bunch of Americans. And, oh, it's great. It's just a simple, enjoyable... He- look, it's not going to make your top 10 list of favorite movies ever, but ain't nobody going to be upset that you watch Force 10 from Navarone.
1: I bet I could find that free somewhere on the internet. You
0: probably could. <laughs> Those probably old could. ones
1: always pop up somewhere.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. But they... Uh, I'd, I'd say it's still worth owning. I own it because it's such a... And the intro song, do you want to hear something really fucking nerdy? <laughs> always. <clears throat> okay, so... I first watched Force 10 from Navarone when I was 14 or 15. And I went on that whole World War II binge, you know, The Great Escape, um, you know, uh, Bridge Over the River Kwai, Bridge Too Far, that kind of thing. So the intro is one of the best military marches, one of the most triumphant, get your spirits up type of marches. Uh, And so I I don't know who wrote it or directed it, but it's one of the the greatest marches you're ever going to hear. <clears throat> Philip D'Souza type of stuff. So I knew enough back when I was 15 or 14 because we didn't have CDs to plug the TV in and the VCR, run it through the stereo though, and then record it so I could yank off uh, music from like I could just record different uh, sayings or movies. Anything that was coming off the VCR, I could re- record it audibly. So I put that on a mixtape. I got the intro to Force 10 from Navarone's soundtrack. Now, it was so cool to me back then. I so, you know, I really liked the movie, and I, I really liked the, the music itself, that the day I paid off my house, I, I swore to myself decades ago that I would play that after I paid off my house and walk to a bar and have a drink. And what was great is from my house to my favorite bar, back where I used to live in the WBL, I walked right into the bar, my bar, when the song ended. Like it was cool. timed that perfectly. It was almost, but it's a, it's a, I don't know. Maybe I can even find it here. Did I go
1: to that bar with you when I was out there?
0: Yeah, you did. The Irish not, bar?
1: Yeah. And you were saying it's not even around anymore? Like, no, nope, it it's not. Now? They
0: closed it, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: That sucks. Uh,
0: yeah, it does. It does. Uh, but yeah, if you guys want to watch uh, the intro theme to uh, Force 10 from Nine a great, great musical intro. But uh, yeah, so there we go. So uh, here's, We could, we're going to have a lot of money. You might have your nephew, might not, might leave it there. <clears throat> and you, you are, how are you on the kids? Do you want to have kids or no?
1: I don't know. You know, for me, it's more about meeting the right lady. And you've heard about
0: all these failed attempts. Even I love, like, I love seeing you suffer. Yes, it is very fun and entertaining. Yeah.
1: And frankly, it kind of is. It makes for good stories. You know, I'll be in Oregon at the end of next week and I can be like, oh, so check out what happened here and there yeah. and everywhere. So. Yeah,
0: would you would you like to have kids?
1: It's not something that I'm obsessed with. I I would, but only if I kind of meet my unicorn. So that's the same thing as me saying I don't want kids. Yeah, there's no such thing as a unicorn. I'm I'm far more interested in finding the right person, not necessarily like get baby rabies or anything like that.
0: Well, I had a point, but it escaped me. Now I forgot. I was going to go with, and it was going to be dark and cynical. And it, 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 it oh, I love it. those. Shoot. I know, I know. Don't worry. I got a dark, I got a dark, cynical thing. Let's, uh, let's catch up on the, uh, the super chats. don't chats too far behind here.
1: All right, I will get started. There's only a few of them. Um, That's right. So, All Pro Lemonton Z says, Chad, do you think you could do taxes 100 online? You know what? The location independence thing is. Um, it's getting better every day. Like coronavirus actually helped because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't want to come in. There's still some of the big money makers where you need to do it in person, but I think a point's going to be reached where I can ditch the office and just do it
0: 100% from anywhere. I, I, I try to tell you what to do, but I, I've learned I don't control other people. I'm merely this entity on the internet and all that. But if you really purged your roles, I think you could get by just fine. No, you're living. right, and, and and you could right. like how fun. Don't your parents have a place in Portland? They do. I'm going there. Can you just yeah. go hang out there for a month if they're not there? My, you
1: know what? If I did that, I would want to stay with my sister, brother-in-law, and nephew, just because where they live. Yeah, it's a little bit hard to explain where they live. It's kind of like isolated up in a hill. You know, there's nothing really around there, and all um, right.
0: Like all the liberals do. They're not living by the black people. Your liberal <laughs> sister and liberal brother-in-law don't live by the black people that they claim to help so much. I've been to
1: Portland several times over the years. I, I can't think of a time I've actually seen a black person out on the in the part of town where they are.
0: It's all a bunch of self-hating white people. It's it, it's a great nuclear testing ground.
1: It is. Our uh, our dentist friend was texting me the other day. He's like, "You're going to be safe over there because there's all this Antifa stuff." Sure, you know, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just so. Where's is your folks' place? Not a nice place, like no, logically, no. you know.
1: It's very nice, but it's like it's not a place I would want to go to and and be on my own. I'd much rather just stay with my sister and and
0: brother-in-law. But what about, okay, what if you got want to get laid and you met a girl (laughs) that didn't have hairy armpits or a hairy vagina? What if you want to bring a girl back? Then you'd have your folks place. Haven't helped it if they're listening to this and your dad's laughing his ass off right now.
1: You, you know what, man? That is an extremely hypothetical situation because I have yet to find any girl. And my mom, my mom's even tried to fix me up with like, you know, people out in Portland. Which yeah, means, that,
0: that works like invading Russia in winter. That, uh, okay. At least my mom knows not to
1: bring me a fat chick as an option. Good, good. Um, All right. But no, man, like uh, over the years when I've been there, I've yet to meet anybody who's attractive and sane and worth even talking to in a dating room.
0: Well, I, I don't think you go over there for scoping chicks. You go there to no, see no, your no, family God, no, Yeah. Right. right. I, I just thought like, well, you don't want to bother your sister, your brother-in-law. Let them well, kind of be and you have your own place.
1: It's actually not a terrible idea. And I think it would make my parents happy if I did that because they go through long stretches where they're not there. So it's just good to have someone there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's to, good to have a pro, on a property. Yeah, absolutely, it's great to have someone there.
1: It's yep. so like I was saying, if I'm going to do that type of traveling, I would much rather go to, you know, Reno or even. Um, I don't want to say Twin Cities. You kind of hate it there. Who
0: would you visit in Reno? There ain't nobody to visit in Reno. Oh, some guy who losers gets like you know. in a cave, you know. <laughs> um, and that old uh, that old guy, uh, Rollo Tamisi T- Oh, he's so very reliable must say, <laughs> Oh, left wing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big feminist too. That's <laughs> Hey, look who showed up here. Let's see. We got it right here. So Dre
1: for $2. Um, but Cappy people want McMansions to get the girls. Eh, get not, the girl. I feel like that's even outdated now,
0: you know, no, I, I, uh, again, I cannot speak what is in the minds of women, but when I was sitting at the, uh, Coffee store last week and yeah. watched all of America drive through It was just a very interesting sociological study slash observation. I really don't think women want to get married now i'm I'm starting to more side like like do women want husband and kids and and the more I look, the more I realize that women probably never wanted guys to begin with if that that's a yeah. dark enough observation because they, you know, okay, you don't need guys. It's a government responsibility to take care of you and your kids now. So we, we've we kind of gone down that road. But just watching behavior, I remove all emotion. I just watch them like, yeah, you really don't want guys. And and you have that choice. So I'm I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen with the McMansions and the and the SUVs. They're- I mean, only the elite 10% of gals from the YZZ or every day I need attention are going to probably want that. But it's going to be a dwindling market.
1: Yeah, the boomers are going to die off. You know, so those houses will be there, and the millennials, mm-hmm. unless they're going to pass the houses on to their children, millennials can't buy houses because of debt and all this other stuff. No jobs.
0: I think they'd probably sell the houses too. Yeah, I mean there there is some. Uh, how can I put it? There is a universal justice or equilibrium or poetic justice in the world of everything, physics, universe, economics, philosophy. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen is a lot of these boomers are going to die, and they'll at least have some equity in mm. the homes or the 401ks, and that's going to go to pay off the uh, millennials' debts or whatever problems mm. they have. And they'll inherit a house, but what are they going to do with it? They're gonna, well, they don't know how to maintain it. They're going to have to sell it, but now you're going to yeah. have a ton of what and they don't want to live in I I totally sympathize with young millennials. Like, why do I want this big ass house? I mean in i the suburbs. Yeah, suburbs. I don't like the suburbs. Yeah, um, fuck those white people, man. You well, know, fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> quick quick shout out to John Steele in the chat. So oh, John Steele here?
0: Good. Hey, yes. guess who else is here? Hey, Mr. Darkman hey, Dark Jeff. Dark man Jeff. You know why I we could... call him Dark Man Jeff? Because he's cool. No, because we're racist. That's why. What Even though he racist? named himself Dark Man Jeff, we call him Dark Man Jeff because we hate black people here. No,
1: here. I was just uh, emailing with Jeff uh, yesterday and today. So, what's Where's up? Where's Jeff
0: at? Can we can we say where he's at? Is he? Oh, I, I don't think, I don't
1: think he would care if I said he's in South Carolina. Oh,
0: he's in South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you been to South Carolina? That's that's uh, sure. not the worst area of the country.
1: The place that he lives in is actually an extremely cool place to visit.
0: Yeah, um, I, I
1: don't uh, want to say what it is because he might. Not. No,
0: that's right. But that whole Savannah, Charleston, the the slower Southern culture. And yeah, get yourself a glass of lemonade, and sit on the porch, why pull up a rocking chair, you know that kind of thing. I'm just picturing Mark Twain, even though he was technically more out west along the Mississippi. Mm. Um, Huckleberry yeah, Finn, or <laughs> that's that's that. Well, that was more a story into it. So I just I like the. I saw a little bit of it in Louisiana. But in my travels through the American Southeast, not Alabama, not Mississippi, but although I'm sure there's some area, but that debutante, uh, what's the word, uh, antebellum kind of culture uh, with, with uh, I don't know, just willow trees and nice big houses with big, big patios. Spanish, and, Spanish moss just dropping. Right, right, right. I'm I, I just, you know, and, and nobody's in a rush uh most of the excitement is boss hog is chasing the Dukes of oh, hazard sorry. through town. Oh no. I just, I think it's kind of a, it's just a nicer, more relaxed community or culture. I think I,
1: well, when I was growing up, you know, my family, we would go driving along the American Southeast and wow. I haven't been, I haven't spent much time there since, but I really like it. I know they have all these bad stereotypes and everything, but I like being in the Southeast.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't mind. It. I mean, I'm when I was in Greensboro, North Carolina, When you hear Greensboro, North Carolina, what are you picturing? I've never been there. To me, it
1: sounds like more of a smaller city. You know, Greensboro, North Carolina. Right.
0: So it is a smaller city. It's in North Carolina. I rode through it on my motorcycle. Like, oh, Greensboro. I think they made cigarettes there or something. I mean, you've seen it. So I was like, oh, this must be a quaint little town. You know what happens when you pull up into Greensboro? I I can't imagine. This is a shithole. You're like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. I was shocked because I thought it was going to be another – you know, it'd be like a Charleston or a Savannah or something like that. And I got into Greensboro. It, Greensboro, what? do you, Oh, it's a borough. It must must have manicured hedgerows, and and there must be women with parasols saying, "Well, I declare, I declare," and it'd be all nice. And you walk It's like this. It reminded me of Green Bay, like Green this, Bay. Yeah, this uh, oh, graded yeah. out former. <laughs> just get like wow this is crap i'm never coming back six hour drive
1: from chicago green bay is and there's a lot of foot you know nfl football fans that they will make that drive to watch their beloved chicago bears play at
0: wherever the Packers and lose to the packers
1: and lose to the packers i always i want to like chicago sports ball teams but it's not going to (laughs) happen
0: I remember back in the day, now this is when the Vikings, not the Vikings, uh, the Vikings have always sucked. This is back when the Packers sucked. Yeah, the Vikings have never won anything because like Minneapolis and Minnesota people, they're all losers. (laughs) So uh, I remember uh, in the 80s, it would not be uncommon if you're driving up uh, 41 or 43, the main drag that goes to Green Bay. They'd have like teddy bears with a Chicago Bears shirt and a noose hanging from the, the bridges going to the interstate Pretty <laughs> hey. creative there. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, it was, it was some good sport there a little, but yeah, they'd be hanging teddy bears from the highway overpasses. So when the Chicago people came in,
1: I'll just say the bears are probably the most inoffensive team to root for here. Everybody else, especially Cubs fans are so annoying. I'm just,
0: ugh. Have the Bears since the 86, 87, you know.
1: 85, yeah.
0: 85. Have, have they won a Super Bowl since? No. They no, the only ever.
1: other one, they were in one about the 12, 13 years ago. You know Peyton Manning, right? Yeah, he Peyton beat, Manning, of course. He beat them that one Super Bowl. Uh, but I don't think they've been in a Super Bowl since.
0: Yeah. You know what's another uh, sports team that, I and I think this is kind of what sent me down the path, aside from sports being incredibly boring, but what kind of killed it for me was the Milwaukee Brewers. yeah. And that's like your, your Chicago Cubs underdog team, but the Brewers have never won a World Series. They're rivals, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Brewers uh, came close in 82. And I remember watching, and there was a, a, a bad call on the referee and that cost <sighs> them the game. And then they couldn't go to the, the uh, World Series. And I remember being so late, I was seven. I was being so let down by the '82, not the Brewers themselves, like Cecil Cooper and Paul Molitor and all those guys. and Ooh, Robin you Allen. like I like the name
1: dropping there.
0: Well, yeah. because that those were the big guys. I mean, that was the we didn't have the internet. It was like, and I remember, you know, uh, Cecil Cooper would come up to bat, and and people you'd hear the fans booing. I say, Dad, why are they booing? He's like, they're not booing. They're saying "Coop," but it sounds like "boo." Like, oh, yeah, so it and then Robin Yount come. Maybe it was the World. I was going to say yeah.
1: Robin Yount is one of the most well-known
0: uh, players with Molly. Yeah, yeah, That's and cool. he he came in on his Harley Davidson mo- motorcycle and rode around the the. Whoa. Uh, yeah, in, in the '82, I think it was the World Series. They did and, make a World Series one time, yeah. right? And then uh Raleigh Fingers, you know Raleigh Dude. Fingers, had the curly mustache. The mustache. Yeah, yeah, that I think
1: mean, The coolest uh,
0: thing. Yeah. So you had all those guys and, and I remember them, you know, they were household names. And then my babysitter ended up dating Paul Molitor at one time. You're, what? Yes. Yeah. this is way back in the day, of course, you know, who knows if it's true. They just, oh, yeah, I think she's dating Paul Molitor now. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So, I mean, yeah, the, the Milwaukee Brewers in the 80s and everybody could say it cause they're a kid and you know, whoever's put up on the screen, they're very excited. Um, but yeah, when they, when they lost that world series of, cause that bad call, I, I just kind of, you know, I'm like, well, why am I so sad and upset? Not that I had the great Socrates and level of philosophy as a seven-year-old, but, um, yeah, I was, I, it almost felt like it was rigged, you know, like they threw the five, I'm like, well, forget it. This isn't, this isn't worth it anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty much done with sports ball. So thank you, the lockdown
1: and COVID for that. But, no. um. Passively, I almost always root for the Brewers because
0: they're like a, a rival to the Cubs. And man, mm-hmm. I, you I hate them. <laughs> I hate, the I hate them. People ask me, like, who do you cheer for? I'm like, anyone who's playing against the Vikings because they used to live downtown in every suburban I dip shit who didn't know how to drive, unless they're going right to their slave camp in the, in the downtown area where they work. <laughs> right. They'd get lost, go wrong way, down one way, take all the good parking spaces. I'm like, get the fuck out of them. This is why I actually had a little bit of pride for the city. Like I was a city guy. I lived in the city. I didn't live in the Edina. I didn't live in the YZZ. I lived in the actual fucking city. I mean, downtown at one time too. And uh, now I, I cannot cheer on the suburbs enough. And, but I still hate the Vikings because <laughs> all of Minnesota are douchebags. They're all douchebags and you all deserve to waste your lives and your summers, watching the sports ball and being perennially led. I don't think one team. No, I take it back. The twins have won two world. Yeah. Series. The twins were
1: good in the eighties.
0: Right. Uh, and then '92 Kirby Puckett. Yeah, uh, he he led him days. to victory. Yeah, that you remember him catching the ball with a bare yes. hand. I mean, some fucking balls there, man. I was like, okay, eh. but Kirby Puckett is long dead, and I don't know who's swinging the swingy stick at the steel ball. You know now. what, man?
1: I I that is, I hate baseball now. I okay. was hoping they'd cancel the whole series, but they didn't. Uh, Wait, season, is baseball I
0: mean. is, is it going on or what?
1: Yeah, they're starting this like 60 game season. I think it starts at the end of July. But I mean, if you win, if you become the champion, you know, in the World Series this year, it's like, how can you really be that proud of it in a 60 game? I still, a 60 game should vet people out, don't you think? I, I suppose. But I mean, they're not going to allow fans in the stadiums. And um, well, that's
0: fine. If for any other reason, look, I'll, I'll grant, I, I mean, I'm not a big sports ball fan. I don't yeah. want taxpayer subsidized arenas. But those are machines and, and pieces of equipment that have to be used regularly or they will go into disrepair. So just sending in a team and like, okay, does this machine still work? Does that work? Does the gates open? That kind of stuff. I think uh, if, you know, it's like firing up a car, you got to fire it up every once in a while, make sure that yeah. the gas doesn't go bad or your carbs clog. So uh I'm, I'm not against that. Uh, uh Something
1: uh, real quick, because uh, I told him I'd mentioned it. So Bacon's in the chat and mm-hmm. he says, um, for whatever reason, YouTube won't let me send super chats. And he says he thinks he's soft banished from it. He just wanted to be, yeah, he wanted to send us some stuff, but he's saying he just can't do it.
0: Bacon. Just send your question. And I don't know, make a $5 donation to the PayPal account. see see
1: if he has any questions, see if
0: he has a question there. Um, Oh, so speaking of sports ball stadiums, uh, because my house won't ever be built. Um, so I'm allowed (laughs) to speculate and dream. Uh, have you ever seen the Twins Stadium, the Target Stadium, the, the grass? I, have you seen their grass ever on like, TV? I,
1: I've watched a couple Twins games on TV. Do they have really good grass or something? Or? They have
0: beautiful grass, and yeah. it's, I guess it's AstroTurf. It's fake. Have you been to that ballpark? I've been to that ballpark once, and mm. I don't ever want to go again because I hate the sport, but it's a beautiful park. There's no doubt mm. about it. I think the architecture is very nice, so I'm, I'm not criticizing the it's, architecture. It's downtown Minneapolis, right? <clears throat> yep, downtown yeah. Minneapolis, okay. yep, so you can get your car stolen or murdered or whatever. You, <laughs> you should feel guilty because you're white when you go to Minneapolis. Anyway, the point is uh, I was just like, wow, that's really green grass, and then I went to uh, the Black Hills, and there's – a. A, uh, a casino in Deadwood that had like really green grass. I was like, well, that's really great. It's perfectly manicured, It looked like a spectacular, a craftsman came in and manicured this lawn. I'm like, looking at, I get closer and then I had to touch it. It was, it was plastic. It was fake, but yeah. it looked like, a, it looked like a billion dollars. So I'm like, wait a minute. What if I never had to mow my yard? What if I got the fake grass? Because they do that in Vegas. The Southern Command has fake grass; and it's no maintenance. Scorpions don't even go through the fake grass. It's like this great thing. So I looked into getting fake grass. Do you know what fake grass would cost me at my place?
1: Man, I can't even imagine. You've got a lot of land, right?
0: I have a, well. A lot of it's rock and hills, so you wouldn't and trees, so you wouldn't do that. But there's like I got about an acre, I guess, that would be mowed and manicured.
1: I just I don't have a reference point for that. Would it be really expensive?
0: It would be fifty thousand dollars to go. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I, was
0: like, I guess I'm I was gonna guess
1: it I was gonna guess like a quarter of that or something. You know? Yeah, I was
0: like, I, I guess I'll just get the old John Deere lawnmower out or the Toro lawnmower and uh I'll go uh I'll go mow the yard because I'm not spending fifty thousand. But it's it's very pricey. Fake grass is very pricey. But, uh, all right, we got more super chats here.
1: Nimble Fred for five bucks. Recipes calling for red-skinned potatoes are racist, FYI. Are uh, you can on. make you can make anything racist these days.
0: Red-skinned potatoes. It, it's it's laughable. I don't even. Oh, hang on, I gotta type in racist. Racist.
1: You know, if the four chan people or people on the right or whatever, if they want to really kind of make a mockery of this, just say everything is racist. You know. <laughs>
0: Uh I don't see anything on the internet. I think he's
1: just trying to be funny.
0: Okay. No, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. I mean, it it's uh I wouldn't doubt it. Like some prissy little liberal white bitch is gonna like, I don't call them red skin potatoes, I call them rose potato or whatever. Whatever. I guarantee yeah. you someone's already had them. races racist for calling it a red skin potato? <laughs>
1: Um, MGTOW ghosts, son. It all starts with how people are raised. Hmm. What were we talking
0: about earlier? I will. Let's do this. I got to go pee because I had. Yeah, I need, I need to get some more water. All right. I want you to connect how, uh, your stereotypical, not your average, uh, black individual, but your stereotypical, uh, inner city black kid. Is no different in certain philosophies with your spoiled privilege uh, liberal white girl from the uh, everyday I need attention. I want you mm-hmm. to connect that for me. I'll try. We'll talk about it. I'll, I'll be back.
1: Me too. I'll be right back. I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo, what the hell am I doing here, I don't belong here, I don't belong here,
0: you're so fucking special.
1: I think you're still on mute, dude. Oh,
0: Are you singing I'm a creep? Yeah, I heard that oh, okay. I went for a I heard- dog
1: earlier and that came on the radio twice.
0: Oh, Man, I like that song. <laughs> you know, there was a song uh love me, love me, say that you yeah, love that's, me. That's um uh, Bjork maybe or I can't.
1: Remember. Red? No. Belly? I know this this was a
0: late 90s song, but I So um and it was such a chick song, but I love it. I knew some guys at First Avenue, which is one of Prince's dance clubs, but no longer because he's dead. But some guys would hard rock out. to it, it was just a wonderful song. How? Hang on. Let's look up the lyrics on that before we talk about race, because that's all we could talk about. Love me, love me lyrics. Because I'm just wondering how nice the, the lyrics. My friends say I'm a fool. Oh, wait. No, this is Justin Bieber.
1: Yeah, don't. <laughs>
0: that's not it. The Cardigans.
1: That's it. The cardigans. Yeah. The cardigans. Okay. Blonde
0: chick. Love fool. Dear, I fear we're facing a problem. You love me no longer. I know. Yeah. And maybe there's nothing I can do to make you do. Mama tells me that I shouldn't bother that. I ought to just stick to another man, a man that surely deserves me, but I think you do. So I cry and I pray and I beg to love me, love me, say that you love me, fool me, fool me. Go on and fool me. Love me, love me. Pretend that you love me. Leave me, leave me, just say that you love me. So I cry and beg for you. Love is a little kind of submissive, actually, a little bit, but it's just it's just like a happy, fun song.
1: Yeah. I feel like they don't make those anymore.
0: Yeah. I was listening to um Not Van Halen. They did a remake of Dancing in the streets. No. Yeah. Who originally did dancing? Martha and the Vandellas, I think. Martha and the Vandellas. Okay. And the lyrics are just like dancing in the street. No matter who you are, go dancing in the street. You know, even the Beatles, which I hate. I want to <laughs> hold your hand. I mean, these are pretty simple lyrics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you could take a nice little simple song and it would be clean and, and, uh, and uh, I don't even listen to, Modern day music with what it's it, fucking shit and hoe and wench and who get, it It's just not even. But the nice, good old songs they don't exist anymore. It's just. Uh, it's true. Depressing. Um. All right. Have you connected? The only so the when I was privileged, getting... literal not liberal. The privileged lily white white girl in the suburbs, daddy's little princess. What does she have in common with? And we don't even necessarily have to say the ghetto. Let us say. Poor people, who could live in the trailer park, the barrio, or the ghetto. What is the, only the connection? Thing,
1: well, when I was getting my one, the only thing that kind of popped into my head is that both of them either don't want to work or don't have to work because they've got. Am I Keep going?
0: You're. Uh, I disagree with one of your premises, but continue on. You're on the right track.
1: Okay, so both. You both don't have to work. Uh, they can rely on the state or their daddy to take care of everything because the government is daddy. Am I getting closer?
0: Or? The only difference is the amount of money because ah, okay. because you have many people who are poor with many taxpayers supporting them. But on a per capita basis, your money is not as much as the privileged white girl in the suburbs who gets dadded by a convertible cabriolet, which don't exist anymore. Right. The whole point, though, is that pretty much everything is taken care of. Maybe to a higher extent in the privileged white suburbs of Edina. Every day I need attention. Edina, but you, and it's not that they don't want to work. What's the truth about work? Does anybody want to work? Nobody
1: wants to work. Nobody I mean, wants to work. I have to work today, probably till midnight, and I really don't want to work.
0: So, right, I'm I'm doing this now. I didn't want to work. I just kind of want to like chill out and sit on my patio because it's a beautiful day today. I'm taking a day off. You know what I think is
1: funny? Like what you consider what we're doing right now work, and mm-hmm. I totally understand that. But because I only do it every so often, to me this is fun. Like there's nothing work about this.
0: But dude, it's novelty. You understand novelty, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And this is again for you, young boys out there, because only boys listen. Girls, if you're listening, God bless you. You're higher than uh, intelligence than the average bear. Not especially as I've gotten older, I've realized just how precious novelty is, and because without it life is death it's just over you need new shit and what i don't care if it's your most favorite ice cream i don't care like you all think oh this is a great job and guys i know this is i mean if you can even call it a job it's fun we get to chat with chad but every day i got to produce shit every day i got to go write some every day i got to go do the behind the things convert to mp3s upload reprogram i mean there's a lot of back office stuff you don't see that's not the final production um but yeah a- anything we to att- chat hot you ever date a really hot chick yeah one time I, th- I think we all yeah how couple times after the eighth time you fucked her were you kind of like maybe there's another gal around <laughs> you know what's so funny like
1: uh this is like seven years ago i i dated who i consider the hottest girl i've ever like gotten with right but i used to not really care about personality and she was sweet as can be but God, like dumb as rocks.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you know what, man? Looking back, I actually regret ending that one just because everything – this was before like swiping dating apps were like every king of the world. So, yeah, I look back and say, man, I probably should have stayed with her. But, yeah, she was the hottest girl I've ever dated, I think. I, and to answer mm-hmm. your question, I yep. did get – not bored, but it did get a little routine. You know, right. Having sex I- or doing whatever with her.
0: You can have the greatest sushi in the world. You get sick of sushi. You can have the hottest chick in the world. You'll you'll get sick of her. And you got the hottest guy in the world. You'll get sick of him. Humans need variety. It's because. Well, what's
1: so funny, like looking back on it, and I was the one who ended it. Looking back, you know, you forget how you were getting bored with them. And then you find them like you find them exciting again. Because they're
0: gone for a year and a half. and you are like, yeah, Yeah. no, it's. It's not like I don't have a hand Damn, I could use some chocolate ice cream right now, you know? But that's the problem. And, and with the gals, guys here, again, man, this is a great older brother episode. We are laying down some serious wisdom. Hot, smart, or nice? Pick two. Yeah. yeah. You, you, it's the Dungeons and De- uh, Dragons 20 point allocation thing. I mean, I've, there was, and you know what? Be prepared to be let down. Yeah. Just be prepared. Because there was a gal that I I was like, ah, I fucked this one up. And she was good looking. She was pretty, pretty. She was in shape. Um, She was sweet. A yeah. wonderful, sweet woman. God, was she dumb. Oh, yeah. So dumb. And it starts to annoy you where you like. And then you think, I just want a smart girl. Then you get the smart girl who's hot and smart, but she's mean. Then yeah. you get the hot no, then you get the nice, smart girl, but she's ugly, and and just just commit, just like okay, you're not gonna, and that's that's kind of what I got now. Where I'm just like, yeah, uh, okay, you're never going to have, and I I think the one that can be sacrificed the most is intelligence. Yeah, especially for people tuning in here because our IQ is just fucking off the charts. By the way, get the book Curse of the High IQ if you're wondering. Why can't I find a girl that's, like, smart? Because you're probably really fucking smart. You don't know it. I'd rather have a nice girl that's cute. Cute, you can't. That's not an option. You need to be physically attracted to the girl. Nice, you got to have some morality there. I can handle dumb. I can handle dumb.
1: Uh, And I'll put it on record one more time. That is my biggest regret in the dating realm was cutting that off. Because looking back, you know, it hasn't been great.
0: No, it hasn't. But we didn't know And I don't know about you when you were growing up because pre-internet, like I had this idea, not too unlike how women are propagandized to think like Superman, George Clooney is going to be there and her prince is right around the corner. She's just got to hold out for him. I had this because of, in part because of the propaganda that women were equal. And I'd have like this equal, like there'd be this gal who knew how to fire guns, clean out a, a jammed gun. Uh, could run, keep like would be my genuine equal, and we'd be like this team. And she'd cover my six, and we'd just be badass together. And I held out for that, and I passed up up some pretty good gals. Although now in hindsight, I'm starting to find, like one was a leftist. Oh, how'd that work out? Another gal, uh, God, she was dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that did wear on me the dumb part, but
0: yeah, did it ever wear on you to the point that like you weren't physically attracted to her anymore?
1: No, I, I always, and even today, I think she is so hot. But, you know, it was just hard to – being with her one-on-one got to be hard, man, because yeah. we didn't have a lot to talk about. She was into those shows that had the Kardashians. Oh. Know, all but, she was, but, dude, she was nice. She was hot and she was nice. I know, True but
0: curves. you got to, like, leave or something. Like, let them watch their filth and just – not talk about that or admit it. You just have to.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh God. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, MGTOW Ghost's is son, It all starts out with people are raised. And this yeah. is, and I, and the reason I point out the privileged white girl in the suburbs and, and you're, you could take your stereotypical black ghetto thug or whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter when everything is paid for. You are having other people lift your weights for you at the gym and you will never develop muscles. You will not grow as a mature adult. And uh, that's how it's, and that's that's what we're facing now. I mean, this mm-hmm. this is why the whole protest. It's not about race. It isn't. It's about a, a a generation, if not two generations, of children who are now adults that cannot support themselves. Uh, and then they go run behind whatever trait or whatever it is that they have. Oh, I'm I'm gender this, or I'm female, or I'm black, or whatever. Give me more money. That's that's mm-hmm. really what this is. I also think yeah. it's they've been lied to for so long. And now they're starting to realize what their parents and boomers and everyone lied to them about is not going to come true. I think they're just pissed. Mm-hmm. They got every right to be pissed.
1: Uh, uh, let's see who's next.
0: I don't know. I think. Uh, I
1: know. I kind of lost my place here. Uh, it all starts how people raised. Yeah, I think the next one is down here, and it's, it's Dre for five bucks.
0: This one, I'm surprised.
1: Yeah, I think it's that all right, one. I'm there we go. All happy. right, cool. Uh, I'm surprised people aren't going after the. Gorilla glue and tape company calling it racist for having a gorilla mascot. <laughs> Do you think it will happen? I don't know about
0: this. <laughs> I don't think, are, are gorillas necessary? Like, you think gorillas, you think, I don't know, gorillas. Yeah. I don't, so, unless you were to say, like, oh, black people are nothing but apes, well, then you provide that racial context to it. I, I think a gorilla is just like this big ass thing in the jungle. Gorilla glue means strong. I, I don't think it's going to come to that. But I, I could be wrong, Dre. I have no idea. I mean, people have done weirder shit. It's Nothing uh, would
1: surprise me anymore.
0: <laughs> nothing, nothing would surprise me anymore. And you know where it's going to come from? Where? If, if gorilla glue becomes racist, okay, or uh, I'm just trying to think of some equally innocuous. Uh, help me out here with... Uh, with monkeys, uh, help me oh. out. What's what's on a monkey? What's a product or a brand name where it's just a monkey? Um, Curious George, that old. Book. Okay, perv. You nailed perv. Is Curious George going to become racist because some idiots back in the day said black people were monkeys? Now, Curious George, isn't it like for kids, like, hey, be safe and be careful. He's got a park ranger with him, and Curious George always yeah. gets in trouble.
1: Something. It is. And and it was called the man with the yellow hat was the guy who was the, yeah, the ranger. Yeah, yeah, the ranger. And so because it's a white guy in the hat, it would not surprise me if eventually someone will say that's racist that he has
0: a, a white. Who's going to say it's racist? I just want to point out to our black gut brothers and sisters and Latinos as well. Who's going to uh, point out it's racist?
1: I mean, it could be BLM, but I, I don't know.
0: Who makes up BLM?
1: You've answered my question. Who makes up BLM? It's, well, you're either going with, there's certainly some white liberals there, but there's also the uh, Marxist, the African-American Marxists.
0: Okay, there's African, if you look at it here, I would love to see a demographic breakdown. Yeah. But I almost guarantee you, it's going to be a leftist white person that does this. Yeah, millennial. a lot of yeah. millennials, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even go with uh, age on a, on a variable uh, but I will say, leftist white people are going to go and come up with only leftist white people come up with this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I had it, and it just it it, it flew out of my mind. Well, I it was, an- it, was a, it was another example. Oh, Speedy Gonzalez! You know who complained about Speedy Gonzalez? You know Speedy Gonzalez, that right? The mouse? Yeah, the little mouse that run around yeah. Sylvester White yeah. trying to catch him. Yeah, I and he that. had he had his his cousin Slowpoke Jose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jose would get out of it. Like, so, Slowpoke Jose was so slow. He's like, oh, my goodness. Senor Gonzalez. He's all real slow. But if Sylvester ever had caught him, uh, Slowpoke Jose would just pull a gun out of nowhere, out of cartoon space, and blast him. <laughs> there was,
1: I think, is Speedy Gonzalez the one that would be like, you know,
0: I'm going right, 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 right. Right. Uh, yeah. to always, he'd
1: but, Yeah, someone's going to get offended by that. You know who I'm got really.
0: offended by that?
1: Who got offended by White
0: it? people. You know who was oh. pissed off? You know who was pissed off when they took away Speedy Gonzalez.
1: Probably, you know, the Hispanics or anybody. Latinos. Because they're like, hey,
0: hey, look at Speedy Gonzalez. How can you like Speedy Gonzales? What? Hey, he's got a sombrero. He's a little mouse. He runs around. Nobody's allowed to have any fun. I'm going to say it again to any black people who might be Marxist or leftist. Because uh, I'm not even going to talk to white people. Left this in mind because that's your religion that's that's the 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 statue whose duck, dick you're gonna suck liberal white people aren't your friends they will find a reason they will fi- let me predict something here let see if you can make the connection why are they going to get rid of shaft
1: that's a tough one is it because it's um
0: exploiting him in some way or nope nope there's black exploitation films which yeah, i think has i think that's uh, established itself as a respectable genre, black, black exploitation, black exploitation. Yeah. Where it was the seventies, but it's, it's a really cool aspect of America. You know, black dynamite, the cartoon and the movie. Yeah. Uh, shaft. Yeah. 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 yeah, You can say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they going to get rid of shaft? I'll give you a hint. They might get rid of James Bond for the same damn reason.
1: Shoot. Is it, does it involve like
0: violence or guns or something like that? Or, What's, I can't more important, what's more important to leftists than black people? By the way, black people, tune in. What is more important to leftists than black people? God, so
1: leftists, does it involve money?
0: Well, it all involves money, yes, or, or the avoidance of work or having money given to you. But what is a bigger group than black people? Man. Or Latinos, oh. or Asians, or the handicapped, or I have the ahid to hid to his, or I'm I'm a pansexual. There's a larger, much more powerful group that trumps all of you motherfuckers, according to the left.
1: Wow! And Shaft
0: oh. did them all. Shaft, he's the big private D. Shaft, I think, dude my
1: my mind is just I'm so. Is it the women? Is it uh, the women?
0: The women. What did Shaft do with the women.
1: Oh, I see where you're going with this. Okay, so he was sort of the, you know, studly pump and dump. Yeah, guy. he
0: pump and dump. Right, he was raping, you. raping. Uh, he was a rapist. He was a rapist, just like James Bond was a yeah. rapist. I mean, right. Don't they get rid
1: of James Bond for the same thing? Yeah, well,
0: Dave, I did a study on this. Now, you all think I'm just some funny honyaker with a hat, okay? And that's that's true. <clears throat> but I did a – uh screw per movie and girls per movie of James Bond movies where I went back and I calculated the number of women that James Bond had in each movie and then how many times he had sex. And it's a, once the uh, Pierce Brosnan, once that started tanked yeah, because that's where all the feminism came in. Like, Daniel Craig's bond does not get laid at all. He gets very rarely, very rarely laid, whereas Roger Moore was just slinging seed all over the place. He was just, like, nailing every other chick. And they've gotten rid of that because sex with women is bad and because misogyny's and because – and I guarantee you think – didn't they tear down a, a statue of Abraham Lincoln or, or, or President Grant?
1: They yeah, that was weird. They were tearing down statues of, of, of abolitionists. Yeah, people that were helping them, you who, know. Not,
0: they didn't help, they waged a fucking war. Yeah.
1: You thought
0: thought think you think these psychopaths are not gonna come after Shaft? They're gonna come after Shaft. Do you wanna know why? Because he's, he the, was. he's the big private D who gave it to the women. And that was rape. They're going to come after you guys. There is no stopping. They are the Borg. They will come after you and your culture.
1: They wouldn't do this to John Wayne, would they?
0: They, Well, they totally would do it to John Wayne. They just did Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, could they make Gorilla Glue uh, bad? Like, is Gorilla Glue a race? It doesn't surprise me if they would. wouldn't surprise me if they would. Let me ask you this. Do you guys remember the 80s? You remember the 80s? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Do we have to have race talked about or consciously in our minds living rent free all this time? So I was in a you know a different country in elementary school. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. That but,
1: but I can't, you know, but you're right. I never remember anything about race. And we had
0: all sorts of mixed
1: students in there.
0: I just remember I had a buddy Luther in Michigan. I hope he's less, maybe you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. We played baseball together. It was South Haven, Michigan. Anyway, <clears throat> um, even into the 90s, I didn't think about race this much. And I'm really trying to calm down. I'm really trying to chill out and get into a retirement mode. I'll go into this later because I did have an epiphany if we get to it, but to post uh, anyone listening here, because we're all independent intellectual minds, uh, regardless of your race, wouldn't it be nice to not worry about race? Like, like the leftists come in and they shove this dick in front of your face and it's all about race. It's like, can I just not worry about it today? Can I, can I just hang out with Bob and he happens to be Latino, and we have a cigar, and I don't have the thought of, oh, my God, am I upsetting Bob or any of this bullshit? You ever watch South Park? Of course, yeah. I mean, not more recently, but I got to catch up.
1: So last night, and this was like after midnight, I just needed a damn break, you know, from doing work. So I turn on, and um, South Park is on. This is such a timely episode from what we're talking about because what there was like – a flag in South Park and chef was really offended by it. Cause it showed like four white guys. The lynching, guy. right? The yeah. lynching flag.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You remember that? And so, you know, <laughs> Stan and Kyle were, were arguing that the flag should stay and it was determined, you know, when they talked, when they debated it, the reason they felt that way was that they didn't see race. They just saw right. the people, Right, five members.
0: So what's wrong with the flag? And it's a bunch of white
1: people. It's, it's, yeah, I
0: mean,
1: yeah. It's crazy. Do you remember how they fixed it? They fixed it had yeah,
0: everybody hating yeah, like, everybody hating like, there. People, Hispanics and Asians. Yeah,
1: that was what it was like in the eighties. I think you know, no, everybody was just kind of like, Nobody, oh, okay.
0: no one cared. Wait, did you think about Ba Baracus's race? Or we just like, dude, Mr. T is awesome. Look at that gold and I hope he beats Mr. up the bad T guy missed, in Asia. Yeah. He was the shit. I mean, okay, you knew he was black, but like, oh, man, I love this. I mean, every kid loved Mr. T. Hey, fool, take your vitamins. Or no, 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 no. Like, I mean, okay, I'm sorry. Mr. I
1: was rooting for him in Rocky Three when he was Clubber Lang, but I knew he was going to lose to Sylvester Stallone.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying it. there was a time, and older black dudes probably remember, the older Latino dudes remember, where, I mean, yeah, of course, there was always the racial issue, and, yeah, you know, we'd like to close the gap and this and that. But man, these Democrats in the this is why I turn off the media. I'm like, I don't need to hear about race any fucking more. I don't need to hear about it. I don't need to hear about sex. I don't need to hear about race. I don't need to hear about your fucking politics. I don't need to hear about your psychopathic fucking indoctrinated cultist religion anymore. Shut the fuck up.
1: I mean, I'll I, even I just, say you might disagree with this, but even in the past, like I think back to five or six years ago, I mean, there's always a little bit talk of race, but I mean, I don't remember it being that crazy. And then it, the Zimmerman thing happened. And then
0: it, what it is, is you're seeing the old generation die off and the new generation of millennials and Zoomers who have nothing but their leftist politics, of which is trade politics, because communists use traits to claim victimhood and get money from other people. That's yeah. all that is. I've just summarized all of U.S. politics currently. It's, today. it's a shakedown. It's, it's a shakedown. That's all it is. Um, and what's a real sad testament and statement to the millennials and Gen Zers is like, this is your, this is, hang on. I got here. You you mind me reading an article here from the Federalist? Sure. Okay. Why do so many white women hate themselves? Uh, some might find it odd that so many seemingly middle-class young white women are taking up street theater with a vengeance. We've seen the woke white woman spitting harangues into the faces of police officers, including black officers, trying to lecture and shame them into obedience. We saw many of them acting up in the autonomous zone of Chaz or Chop in Seattle, condescendingly guarding a blacks only area. We've also seen these women physically attacking those they deem the enemy, including a Democrat state legislator in Wisconsin. A 29 year old white woman was arrested for setting fire to the Wendy's restaurant in Atlanta after a police altercation and shooting there last month. Another was filmed setting fire to police cars. The, sh- uh, the list goes on. I remember the gal that was shitting on the uh, police yeah. car in Seattle. <laughs> white yeah. gal. Yeah. So observers see this all as a contradiction. Since the woke white woman tends to be college educated, many think she must be smart. Nobody thinks that anymore. Only stupid people think a college degree means intelligence. Mm-hmm. She, since she comes from middle or even upper class suburban background, people assume she must be emotionally stable. <laughs> How many gals have you dated, Chad?
1: That might be the single dumbest thing. That's I've ever the
0: dumbest heard. though. Again, getting back to the point, you have everything handed to you. You are a psychopath. You are a, a Marxist, parasitic fucking psychopath because you've never had to consider other people in your life. Because she is socially aware, she must be interested in trying to understand people as individual human beings. No, nope. how is it that such a woman can so easily become an arsonist, a terrorist, a mobster, and a taunter of black police officers? She shows none of the positive traits except Expected of her, her commitment to identity politics demands she reject people as unique human beings. She insists racism is systemic, blah, blah. I don't, we could, we could go on here. The reason those women, why, why, let me see if you can, why do they do that? Gosh,
1: lack of father influence or?
0: What else have they got? low
1: antidepressants
0: uh well right but why do they take antidepressants? but my whole point is that these gals have nothing in their lives
1: yeah so this is their religion
0: this is their religion not only their religion we got to come up with a new word because it could be your ideology your philosophy your religion but the only reason these women have to live is what they're completely scripted and programmed to have to live and it has nothing to do, and I, I want this to be very understanded. It has nothing to do with the otherwise noble intentions or statements. Let's help out this group of people. Let's help about that. Let's stop childhood hunger. And I, that has nothing to do with it. It is only to serve their egos and prevent them from killing themselves, essentially. I think it was turd-flinging monkey, um... It, 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 he he made a great point he made a great point a uh, turf-flinging monkey on you. why don't people want to admit they're wrong let's and, and, and let's let's narrow it on extreme leftists it doesn't matter anything else but you're an extreme leftist why you could and i've done this before i've taken proof and given it i'm like you're wrong and they still and then they come out oh you're racist you're sexist you're bigoted you're hom-, whatever it is why will they never admit they're wrong
1: well, what comes to mind is that you know, what are they going to have else in their life if they admit that they're wrong about their religion here?
0: Right. And he went so dark and deep to say, not only do they realize that they're wrong, they'd have to admit their entire life was a waste of time, and they've been yeah. advocating bad things. And what would happen to the average human mind? Not us. We might say, "Dang, I've you know, like you know, oh my God, I didn't know the Nazis were killing Jews. I'm I'm hor- I'm I'm." Sorry, I, I, I renounced Nazism. Now I got to figure it out upon myself to find value, meaning, and purpose. And What would the average mind do if they actually had the intellectual honesty to admit they were wrong? They've been causing misery among all these people. They've been doing it self-servingly, which I believe deep down inside most of it, you know, especially the white gals that are privileged and all that. They do it just to serve themselves and, and uh, fallaciate you know, their egos. If you were to be intellectually honest, and admit you're that wrong for that long, what would you likely do if you're a normie, conforming, inferior person? I mean, good Lord, you would be depressed. You might even kill yourself. There you go. You couldn't live with yourself at best, and you'd kill yourself. And that's why he finally made that connection. I'm like, why are people so resilient to empiricism and truth and, and the hard truth instead of sweet? Because ultimately, they'd have to admit they're worthless pieces of shit and most of them probably would kill themselves. Well, the older ones in
1: particular, I think, would do that. Because mm-hmm. imagine being on this planet for like five or six decades and you had it wrong the entire time. Yeah. Imagine what that would do to a person.
0: There was a gal in Rapid City who was trying to shut down all the uh, oil rigs. And this was during the, the financial crisis where any job was a good job. And I yeah. let her head. And she was bald because she had cancer treatment. And she was like, well, we're trying to – I said – Fuck you, lady. You're just about your ego and all about yourself. Because what angered me is that like, we shut down that rig now. On to this. I'm like, when do you and I will a group of old boomer fucking, you know, come on, baby, let my fire 68 fucks. And I'm like, when do you fucking people do a job? And she literally said, but we're trying to save the world. I'm like, fuck you, you are. You just want to ask, you know, masturbate to your ego and shut shit down instead of working a real job. I'm like, what did you shut down? I'm like, we, we prevented, like, oh, I'm like, really? You ever work on an oil rig? She's like, yeah. I'm like, which one? And she couldn't name. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you, I hope. I hope your cancer comes back. And like, you know, and they're all old boomers. They're not going to do fucking shit, all crap. And they just stood. And like, that's the first time everyone slapped her in the face because that gal has to admit her entire life. Now she's probably dead. Cause she probably yeah, this is like seven, eight years ago. What was her life about? Just trying to
1: stop something that's completely meaningless. Avoiding you remember,
0: work. That's what. Did what you was she, avoiding yeah.
1: work. You remember um, that? I forget what it's called, but it's where Ebenezer Scrooge, that thing where he was visited by three ghosts, you know, past, present, yeah, future, uh, uh,
0: Christmas Carol or something. Christmas like Carol. That. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: the one. Yeah. Uh, I always thought it was a little bit funny. You remember when those guys knocked on his door and they're like, "We're raising money for the poor. You know, can you help us?" And he goes, "Well, you know, I, I don't know if I should do that because I, if I give you money and you give it to the poor, you guys are going to be out of a job." <laughs> you know that? Um, was that uh, Bill Murray then? Yes. Okay. The Scrooge. Yeah. Scrooge. Yeah. But um, but I thought that was funny because all these organizations that are fighting for something, you know, they're trying to they're trying to cure some injustice or something there's never going to be a way to satiate them because they won't have a means. They won't have an identity
0: without it. Right. It is not. If they act, Jesse Jackson would have to fling burgers and work his first real honest job. If blacks ever, ever close the gap. Yeah. I mean, if that happened, then, I mean, what would the Ocasio Cortez's the alien. I mean, what would every leftist? It doesn't even have to be a minority individual. What would they do? It's like, yeah. Okay. Blacks are doing really good now. Uh, Go Republicans, uh, and then th- th- that's what it is. Is they are. What's Nancy Pelosi going to do? God, I mean, yeah. what would she do? She ain't even hot no more. I mean, she can't even suck dick. So I what,
1: guess get some more liposuction in her face. I, I guess, I guess. But
0: you and and all the disadvantaged people, and I I use that term generally because that's what the Democrats got to go. With. You got to realize how much they keep you hostage they got to keep you poor because then you need them you keep voting them in they don't have to work and you got to think about how evil that is hillary clinton doesn't give a flying fuck about you people nancy pelosi doesn't give a flying. they are so arrogant and cocky they're willing to kind of quasi effectively enslave or at least propagandize you and lie to you to keep you in poverty and filth uh for american standards anyway so they have a job and they don't have to actually go do any real work i can't think of anything more evil i can't think of you know You guys may hate my guts, and I tell you, like, don't have kids you can't afford, don't major in stupid shit, and stay out of fucking trouble. But uh, you follow my advice, or what's the opposite advice? Go have kids, get in trouble, major in stupid shit. And I I just wonder, you know, do people realize how evil these people are? But I think Pelosi and um, Clinton are at least cognizant of what they're doing. These gals that is in this article, Why Do So Many women, White Women Hate Themselves?, I don't think there is conscious or uh, savvy or uh, aware as to why they're so miserable. They're, uh,
1: I got to tell you this one thing uh, about nonprofits. You've never worked for a nonprofit, right?
0: I don't think so, no.
1: Right after grad school, uh, the economy was still kind of shit, and I hadn't mm-hmm. started my own business yet. Um, so I worked at a couple nonprofits. You would not believe how much of the grants and the donations and everything, like, It goes to like paying salary and overhead, a very small percentage of the money, very, very Very small, small. actually helps the people that it's intending to help. That's why I, anytime someone's like, well, I want to make some donations, I get to put on my tax return. (laughs) I say, don't do it to like Coleman breast cancer. Don't do it to Ryan. AIDS, don't do it to March of Dimes, like Planned Parenthood. Certainly, I mean, I don't want to get too political, but that's one where they don't always use the money how they should.
0: I don't remember. It's been going on since I was a conscious little kid in school. I mean, literally since I was in kindergarten. Do you know how long these boomer fucks have been trying to end childhood uh, hunger? God, probably before. 40 40 years later, I go to the grocery store and childhood hunger. When do you fuckers end it? And the answer is you don't give a shit to end the childhood hunger. You just want to live off of children's hunger. Right. So you take some sweet little commission money and you pay yourself some 503. Uh, C it's money. a scam, dude, because scam.
1: people like the CFO, the C, you know, whoever was at the executive level in these nonprofits, they were doing it because they didn't want to work hard like they right. had, you know, in the private sector. And go. by the way, the absolute worst job for an accountant is to work for those places because they don't. There's always so much work to do. They're not going to pay you shit, and they blame you for things that's their fault. Then you you never don't, work for nonprofit.
0: You never work for nonprofit. No, you never, never, never,
1: never, never, non-profit.
0: never. Yep. All right, nonstop, Dre. Again, on the racist hour here because we hate oh, black
1: people. Uh, Dre. Dark humor will be hate speech one day. I think everything's going to be hate speech. It's
0: already is. Dre sent me some great racial jokes that I can't say, but they're funny as hell. They're fun, and not all necessarily against black people. There were a couple other reasons, but. They're funny as hell, and we can't have that adult conversation anymore, even though it might besmirch a certain group of people. you got to appreciate the humor. There were just some really clever ones, and I would love – Dre, don't send them. Don't put them in the chats, okay, because he'll do that. He'll do that.
1: Will you send those to me later? I'll send
0: you a couple. Yes, (laughs) they're good. They're good. Some of them need a little explaining if they're on white people. Because uh, you're like, well, why is that funny? Because you don't have the cultural background of who's saying it. So you're like, oh, I see. And then it's actually, that's really fucking funny. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: Dark man, Jeff. 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 So he, Jeff says, unfortunately, a lot of the charm in South Carolina is going away because a lot of folks from Ohio come down to complain about everything, especially in my area. I would The Californians are the ones I thought that would do that.
0: But. I, I think the Mississippi really and the Plain States really separate the country into two. And Like, everyone from New York and Vermont and, you know, where other pussies and parasites grow and live, uh, they come down to, like, the Florida and the Carolinas and all that, yeah. and they kind of, quote, unquote, ruin it. Although a lot of New York money is coming down, and they're all Republicans because, like, fuck this New York bullshit. So down see in Florida, of- yeah. Yeah, you see a lot of rich Italian guys, you know,
1: hey, oh, bibbidi bobbidi bobbidi boobity. Well, no, look, at hey, but... look at Trump. Look at Trump. Yeah, Trump, yeah. He's a resident of Florida because he's in Mar-a-Lago, even though he technically lives and has an office up there in the Trump Tower in
0: Manhattan. So, Rush Limbaugh, same thing. Limbaugh yeah. went on there. He's like, forget the he, you know, Limbaugh had like the pimp house. Uh, he had a, 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 a penthouse in New York. And then he went, he, he's the one that came up with the Southern command. And that's where I got the Southern command from. He went down to Florida. He's like, well, I'm going to be in
1: Florida. What? I hope he's all right. He has stage four cancer. And
0: we all go, man. We all not looking go. good. No, we all go. And you know what? He did more in his life than most people do in 10. So we don't know that.
1: So Dre, again, for two bucks. Cappy, he, him, sis, gendered boomer. Right here. I Dude, I hate it so much when I get emails. I have a lot of therapists as clients, you know.
0: Really? And they do that? Huh? They, no they
1: put at the bottom of their signature, like, you know, she, hers. Like, this, what, what Dre just did, it's so
0: fucking annoying. Do you know it. who does that the most with their uh, pronouns?
1: It, I thought therapists did, but who, who
0: does that? Uh, this, it's going back to liberal white people. Who did, do you know who does that the most with the pronouns? Women. Straight people. Straight people. Yeah. You know Why?
1: Cause they feel guilty about you know-
0: virtue signaling and they want to let you know someone who's actually gay or non binding is why I have a lot more respect for the, the, you can't even say gay, lesbian, you gotta say non binary because it's a whole fucking thing. Most of the regular people there, they don't do that bullshit. Your average gay person, your average is not like, Oh my God, him, her, he, her is easy. They're there. They don't do that. And they kind of get pissed off when you got the mafia aspect of them doing like Z's. So it's typically straight people that I've never seen a Z or a Zer. I've never seen a him or a, her, a him or he from a woman or vice versa. It's always a guy saying he's a him or a a, a he and a woman saying she's a she or a her mm-hmm. because they just want to show how fucking good they are.
1: This is why now this was a few years ago, but this is why I really got into Jordan Peterson you know, his videos mm-hmm. and books because he was one of the first who's like, I'm not going to call you that. Like he was fighting this in academia. Right. So got threatened
0: uh, to get fired. Yep. Yeah. And He's I was saying, listening. That's... I was listening to him earlier today, which came up with my great philosophy, which we haven't gotten to yet, but that's all right. I, I, I don't care.
1: Yeah. I might have to, uh, I got about half an hour more, I think. All right, that's all right. uh, the Compton man for five bucks. <laughs> Chad, can you wait this evening at your office for a pallet of tax papers that should be arriving just before midnight I need to file my taxes. See, he's he's joking about that, but man, that joke is kind of close to the truth. You got this, right? You got it. Hey, got this, I right? got you my materials on time. I'm sure you can snap your finger and they're going to be- Zan snap. You know, yeah. <laughs> No, man, back to what we were talking about earlier. I really gave it to some people who tried to do this. So
0: I, I would. You just fire them. You just fire yeah. your clients and you move on. Hey, our buddy Rob Fogowski of the 1099 Superior Race. Oh,
1: 1099. Um, 1099 here. Lived in North Carolina for 32 years in Raleigh. North Carolina slowly becoming New Jersey of the South. That's not good. Only decent place to live here is Waynesville, 20 minutes west of Asheville, Bordering the Smokies. Greensboro blows. I have been to Asheville. It's a very charming
0: place. Asheville's nice. I don't know why he doesn't like Asheville. I thought it was very nice. No, I
1: think he's sitting at like 20 minutes west of Asheville, so it's probably the same general area.
0: Waynesville. How big is Waynesville? Because Asheville wasn't that big of a town either. It's probably small. I, I probably drove through
1: it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so you've been to the Appalachian Mountains?
0: Yeah, I can't, I did the the 129, the Dragon's Tail, and then mm-hmm. it spits out in your next main town when you go. You go from Tennessee down uh, east is Asheville. So, so this like may sound Northern
1: cheesy, Asheville. but one day I want to hike the Appalachian Trail. I really do. Why does that sound cheesy? Uh some people are like, "Oh, that's lame. You should go west." You know, but I think the Appalachians are underrated.
0: I'll tell you, as a flatlander dude, unless you got accustomed to 10,000 feet plus, I wouldn't even bother. Like, you know, there's a there's a trail that goes from Mexico all the way to Canada. And I might do that sometime. But yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. My uncle did the Appalachia Trail. I think you should totally do it.
1: Does it help you if you run a lot to be able to hike up? Or is it yeah. just does, yeah?
0: You? Yeah, your cardio, your heart is way better shape. Yeah. I mean, maybe your calves aren't good for going up, but the Appalachians are not that uh, they're not that steep, man. You don't you don't have no, to worry not. about that. Yeah. So you, I mean there's gonna be some steep parts, no doubt, but sure, um, too. I belong to this uh Facebook group called Pennsylvania hikers or something like it. It's all these pictures of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And, and I'm like, oh, isn't that cute? So occasionally I'll drop like a picture from Moab or or you know uh, Glacier or whatever. I'm like, hey, here I am near Pittsburgh. Oh wait, no, I'm not, it's Glacier. And they take them down because they're not from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just like, oh, all right, you people. Ice knows. Uh, oh wait. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. There we go. Ice knows for two I'm
1: bucks. Go. I was called racist for calling COVID kung flu. And
0: uh, I know Ice knows is Latino. Yeah, he's, he's not a white dude. So it. And let me guess, Ice knows it was a white person that called you racist. Yeah. I, I bet you it was. Yeah. Bet you it was. No, white people are not your friends.
1: Yeah. Some black people are probably getting irritated at the white ladies making a mess of this stuff. You
0: you don't think the black dudes are like the slightest bit intelligent. Don't see through that, that placating, asking yeah. some
1: bullshit. You don't think they don't see through that? I give them like, I respect that they probably understand what's going well, they're on. They're sick
0: of it. Yeah. No, you can't have any respect for that. No. I mean, everybody hates Karen. Everybody hates a cuck. Yeah. And Karen is a cuck. Absolutely. Absolutely
1: uh we got dre again uh, a lot of k-pop songs have very good and nice
0: lyrics have you ever listened to the korean uh, pop I, I i am aware of it and i know that they keep dying because of suicide yeah is <laughs> going know. on with that i've read that there's been some of that oh i uh but we'd have to have it translated obviously from korean to, to english i've uh, never really listened to it myself well hang on let's we got the power of the internet k-pop I'm not lyrics. even sure who the
1: most well-known artists are
0: in K-pop. I don't know, because South Korea isn't that big. Um, very. if anyone in the chat would know this. Um, uh, K-pop. Ridiculously catchy K-pop lyrics. God, this is horrible. You know, I always look <laughs> South Korea. I mean, it, it kind of shows you... Uh, Just because it's, oh, they're Asian. They got IQs of 105 on average. They're smarter than everybody else. I'm like, you don't understand. They're only five points IQ higher. There's still a bunch of fucking idiots and tards in there. And then you look at like all their, uh, you think the United States has a lot of these, the American star or the singer or something like that. That filth is over there in Asia too. Um, So here it is. Do you know the K-pop scenario? Uh.
1: I think there's a famous Ooh. one called Tiffany or something. K-pop um, Tiffany. These
0: are all just videos. K-pop. I'm, I'm, I don't have Asian fever. I know their bodies are tight, but I'm looking at these hot South Korean girls, and they're just – I don't know. They don't Young do it for Young. me. That's Tiffany. Yeah.
1: Young. Yeah. I, I mean, I've gone out with uh, some Asians. They were awesome. That one I was telling you about, the hottest girl I ever got was actually an Asian one. Um but, you know, I'm not I don't think I'm going to move to Southeast Asia.
0: <laughs> I mean, she's cute. I, I just. Um, she had a lot of surgery, the, then, apparently. Well, I well, it failed because I mean, I know she's pretty. <laughs> I see. I just I'm not going to go climb mountains for her. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just don't have the yellow fever. Uh, it's It's not my cup of tea. I won't lie. I've seen more uh, black gals, which I'm genetically pre- predisposed to, like, not kind of, but there's been some comely long, you know, you're like, well, how you doing, sister? What, uh, oh, <laughs> why, yes. I've, never,
1: I've never dated a black woman. Never dated. Yeah. You really? Not yeah. even
0: one? Oh, yeah. I went out with one black girl one time. I even kissed her.
1: I don't think, at least the ones I've come across that were pretty good looking, I don't think they were interested in me. So I,
0: I don't think, well, let's be honest. I don't think you're. You're you're overcoming a huge uh, genetic hurdle dating outside of your race. Now that isn't yeah. to say that you you find a hot Latina or uh, the gals find a hot white dude or whatever. But but you have met a black girl, you'd be like banger yeah. in half a second. Right? Okay, yeah. you have seen a Latina or an Asian girl, you like, but they're they're the exception, not the rule. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing with women. I, I I presume you know black ladies would prefer to date black men, and Asian ladies prefer to date Asian dudes. Uh, I don't believe in this. Oh, look out here. You know, Dre with his six inch dick. Uh, I, I'm going to get all the white chicks. I bet you Dre probably just wants a really good looking black hell. I uh, I would speculate.
1: I hear some of them are really hard to date. Like when you
0: date them, it's hard. Black women?
1: Yeah. Well, from, I mean. From my black friends, like they tell me
0: that. Yeah. I would say uh, probably because they're so indoctrinated on yeah. the leftist politics. And, they're you know, the government is their daddy. I don't, I don't there, there were two really good looking black girls that I wanted. To, well, one I did ask out and then she, she said no and turned me down. And you know who she's married to?
1: Uh, um, Asian guy.
0: And a shorter, older version of me, this white guy who's older than me. I was so pissed. I'm like, but I'm like a better version of him. What,
1: what because, do you mean? Because, you know, yeah, he's probably got a little bit in the bank.
0: He, uh, I found out he did have a little bit money in the bank and, um, God, even to this day, this gal is a gorgeous woman. I mean, this is like 25 years later. She's still a gorgeous woman. I won't say who because I don't want to expose her, but uh, she's one of a known person. So Let's say I, I asked out a local celebrity. I asked out a local celebrity.
1: I think you actually told that story one time here in Chicago. I did.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Um, Ice knows for $5. The best military march was the theme from the 1960s, World War II film battle of Britain, not only that, you get to see
0: Spitfires. He
1: eleven, 11, Heinrich 11 I think. Yeah.
0: Might Heinrich something. Not the beer. Yeah, I don't know. Heinrich? And BF 109s. Yeah. Those are German fighters. I think the HE 111s are, are bombers. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh now
1: who is this?
0: Who is this Schmo? Yeah. What, what we got no standards in this, in this in, if we let no, anybody we in, look at low grade feminine action. Jesus Christ. What? Five bucks. Um, hey, that's a lot for him. You oh, can I buy a small county in Mexico for five bucks. Pokeball bowl abundance. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I was called racist today because I said men from my country tend to be sexist. I replied that I was talking about cultural differences. Yeah, she is white. It's always yeah. the white women calling people racist. But
0: that's what the article is about. They got nothing else, Chad. What are women without husbands or kids? Let me ask you that. What are men without wives or children?
1: Well, the women are cat ladies that have, you know, been indoctrinated because they have to, no man wants them.
0: Uh, and what was the other question? About what are men without women or, or children? Uh, happy. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of where I was going with this is, look, men and women are made for each other. And I like to think we could work together and make each other happy. So all the guys work out, make a lot of money. All the women stay hot and thin and suck their guys dry and just raise your fucking child. Just, just a theory. Just an idea I have. But now, women have been lied to. Thus, resum- and why do so many white women? But it's not just white women. I would say it's any women nowadays in the yeah. United States or the West. Because it's not just white women. Toward you, it's just the majority of the female population. <clears throat> Without... Just, I'm, I'm- yeah. Oh, sorry. I
1: was just going to say, I've just always, always, always believed that anyone who's a feminist, there's a feminist because no guy wants them or not the guys that they want.
0: It, it, I think it even presupposes that because these women are indoctrinated so early now, they've been given uh, a surrogate agency and purpose of value in life as to go and work and pay taxes. Their career is yeah. number one. They're number one. Now, your life sucks and you suck if you're the most number one important person in your life. You know why? I don't want to be the number one person in my life, Chad. Tell me why. Because I'm bored with myself. I know all the, I'm the foremost world expert on Aaron Clary. I don't need to know more about myself. I don't need to study gender studies. I don't need to study my dick. All right. And these women who were completely duped, completely indoctrinated, what do they got? They got nothing else except their fucking politics. And that's why they're fucking torching police cars. Also because they're angry. Their hindbrain, which maybe they're not intelligent enough to realize, is yelling at them, screaming at them. Why don't you go love a man and commit and have a family? They're taking that anger and angst and energy and hatred out on the evil capitalist system or whatever. I I just can't. And there's a picture of it where, you know, here's this gal. She's got to be about. She's gotta be about late 30s, early 40s. She got her tattoo, she's overweight, she's not a pretty one. Okay, you're a miserable, you're a miserable person.
1: What makes me so sad is that over the years, and I've literally seen how the transition goes just by following mm. Facebook. You know, five, six years ago, they were thin, they were pretty, now they were getting pumped and dumped. Mm. But as they became less and less desirable and were getting rejected by the men they want, or even pumped and dumped. I could see them shifting to the feminist uh, realm. It's depressing to see. Like, I don't I don't like seeing that.
0: I feel bad for them. Do you remember Victor Pride? Yes. I met him in person uh, the second time over in Albuquerque, and I hung out with him a moment. Albuquerque. And, and he's totally zen. And he says, I don't worry about things anymore. I don't worry. And I, I thought that was so poignant and so intelligent. And I'm like, he doesn't worry. And I'm trying to make changes in my own life because I'm in retirement stage. But I don't care if women are miserable and they're torching cop cars because it's zen, it's balance, it's equilibrium, it's justice. You, oh, you girls all wanted justice. Here's your justice. You're miserable fucking quanta ha who should have probably just been nice, been thin, been hot, fall in love, love a man and have some kids and raise them. That's probably what you should have done, but you didn't. And now you're all miserable, running around, hating men because you were so stupid and so dupable and so brainwashable. No matter how strong and independent and critical thinkers you were, you swallowed it whole. You've chosen it. It's over. It's a moot academic discussion. No guy really wants, you can't have kids. You're too old. No guy wants to have sex with you because you're too old. Go be pissed off. But I'm not going to worry or get angry about it. And I, I don't feel bad for them. I really don't. They've made their choice.
1: So I know this is probably like a can of worms, but I kind of want your quick opinion about this. Do you see MGTOW as sort of the male equivalent of of feminism?
0: Yes, there's many parallels, and in some cases, it is because yeah. you got to understand the feminism in MGTOW. Some, not all, but some people within that cap, a certain percentage, are lazy people who don't want to put in what is required to attract a mate. Yeah, that they're they're also ultimately selfish. And that men are not going to work out and give women what they want. Women are not going to work out and give men what they want. And since, uh, since they're old, they're, their core principle, their core operating principle in life is to be lazy, they also have nothing in value, uh, in, value in life. They're, they have no surrogate substitute. Like, oh, I'm an artist or I'm an engineer, and I just don't want to date men or I don't want to date women. I want to be left alone. Cats. I have cats. Cat, whatever, whatever. But those are the exceptions, not the rule. For the most part, these people – are lazy people. And since they're not having the success that they would have in life had they put the effort into it, they're jealous, they're envy, they're petty people. Mm-hmm. And so who do they blame? Us. Not uh, They blame the opposite sex because that's oh. the most important thing in life. That's all you're pretty much programmed to. Yeah. So yeah. everything is in the context of women for men. Everything is the context of men for women, though I'm changing my opinion about that more and more. But they blame the opposite sex for them being so fucking lazy they don't hit the gym or be what the opposite sex wants.
1: Yeah, they're angry that men don't like large women. I'm sorry. I don't right. like large women. Uh, uh,
0: I want you and everybody listening to get beyond that point. What do you care if women are delusional? They they yell at you because you like thin women. I, I just. Mean, does it no, bother
1: you? I'm with you. No, I don't care.
0: Okay. I mean, I have my own
1: preference. Women will reject me for being short. That used to bother me, but now I feel everybody has the right to be attracted to who they want.
0: Right. I know, and that's and I I respect other people's tastes and preferences. Women yeah. want tall guys. I'm not going to argue with you. You want no. what you want, and I, yeah. I can't change that. Now I can make myself thinner or bigger or stronger. I can make more money or what. I can be more charming and charismatic. Uh, we can even friend Latito's like Athelm, you know, if we want to show our <laughs> charitable side. Uh, you can go the Gattaca route. There's, there's a million things I could do, but I'm no longer caring. Yeah. I'm, I'm done when women want to act like idiots and set police cars on fire because they're too lazy to stay in shape, to attract a man. I can't get angry. I can't get worked up. It's not worth my energy or time. They're punishing themselves and, uh, they're going to continue to punish themselves because they have nothing else in life. Because they're ultimately too lazy to do anything about it.
1: This is why I like Better Bachelor's videos so much. Because he's just, <laughs> he's looking at it from like, yeah, look at what we have here type yeah. thing.
0: He zends out. Dude, Better yeah. Bachelor, totally zened out. Totally yeah. went monk. He's totally, that's a true MGTOW I would say. Because he's not like, well, I hate the way. Well, he's yeah, like, he, no, look at this. Hey. And here I am in my bus, totally chilling out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Uh, Atham wants to be, uh, he's in the chat. He wants to know if you'll make him a, um, Oh,
0: hang on. Let me, let me, uh, I'll, I'll send him the, the thing here.
1: Yeah. Moderator. You guys moderator. Isn't he, uh, he's not, he's not one right now, but he's saying, you know, make me a moderator.
0: All right. Atham, you're in. I sent it to you on Facebook.
1: Uh, which one is next? Oh, Dre, 10 bucks, man. 10
0: bucks. Yeah, he's big, big money. He must have an erection. He must've <laughs> walk by. Um,
1: I've never noticed race until after I got out of the Marines and started college. Only one time in the Marines was I asked about race and my response shocked them. I said, I only see people as individuals.
0: That's the right attitude, man. That's not only the right attitude. What else is it?
1: It's, 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 um, you tell me.
0: (laughs) It's the right answer. The right, yeah. Who gives a shit if trace bl- who cares? The only people forcing it, and we're pissing away our time on this. You think about what else we could be talking about right now. If we didn't have, like, the left kind race, race, race. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That person has a nickel more than that person. Oh, my God. It's systematic. Like, again, going back to the 80s, it was just like, oh, my buddy Luther's here, and he's pretty good on first base. Yeah. Not, not stand-up base, but first base, the baseball thing. You know, it was – you know, Atham. The- the only, you know, we've achieved it. You know, we've achieved racial parity and we don't worry about race no more. What? What's and that? the men are going to have to lead it. It's when we can cut racial jokes. Like when we pick on Atham, I don't really, oh my God, Atham, my Mexican friend. It's like, <laughs> Hey, he's Mexican. I can pick on him for being Mexican and things now. You know, I mean, it's, it's when guys like, oh, there's a trade about him. I can get you like short jokes on you and me. You know, it's a uh, sign
1: of, you know, that you like someone and respect them when you do that.
0: If you're a guy. Yeah, if you're a guy. So if race or a trait or your height or whatever comes into thing where now guys can get you with it because they know it's nothing you control, that's when we've achieved. But dude, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you this. I'll, I'll make a prediction. If there's going to be a group of people, group of humans in the world that are going to be actually truly post racial, you know who it's going to be? Gen Z? I can't be. Think- the No, it's going to be the guys. It's going to be my oh, guys. Because yeah. guys are like, you carry a fucking weight. Good. I don't give a shit what you are. And then they cut a Jewish joke. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what it will be. You know, who's never going to get over it. Women, women, they're going to be all about race. Oh my God. Look at me. Look at me. Because I don't, I don't know. I, and again, like Victor pride. I don't care. I don't worry about shit no more. I don't care why you girls do it. Just have fun doing that. But meanwhile, us cool guys are going to be in our own guy club. And in order to get into the guy club, you have to come up with a really good racial choke. Has to be very insulting and very demeaning, and like, well, that's a pretty good joke. And you're you're allowed in. Cool, but but yeah, I, I bet you that's what Dre ran into uh, in the Marines. I, I I'm sure to... they were slinging it around. they were like, hey, you fucking f and f, and this and that. But that's how they bond, you know. That's their really no kidding. Oh, <laughs> I thought we'd just all be pussies and like, oh, is it okay if I call you African American? You can't or say I... that. Yeah. Uh, hey, look at this guy again. Man, Rob, Rob, you're the man. You know why he could afford so much money?
1: Because he's a 10.99. He's a 10.99. Yeah,
0: right. right.
1: Oh, I love what he says here. Did the whole Appalachian Trail in 2014? That profile picture is one of my com- completion at Mount. How do you say Katahdin? That's awesome. Best six months of my life. Do it, Jen. I do. Like this sounds I- really cool.
0: Dude, if you do it, I'll go with you or I'll like yeah. run supplies to you or maybe I'll figure out like I'll, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll do it with you. Does it doesn't take well, six months to yeah, do it. I was going to say, I thought, I didn't think it's, it's a long path. time because people on. have
1: done it over the course of a few weeks, like six months.
0: Appalachian I, trail. I could be
1: totally wrong. Yeah. Uh,
0: 2,200 miles. Yeah. Okay. What, is uh, lot, you, yeah. 15 miles a day. Calculate that. Divided by 15. 146 days. All right, yeah. Maybe it is six months. Oh, it is. God, yeah. that's a long-ass trail. Does it go start in Florida? Hang on. I thought Let's it see. was Georgia, but I could be wrong about that. That's a long... way, I bet you it goes all the way up into Maine. Oh, hell yeah. It does. That's where that's where you get that extra 1,000 or 500 miles. I mean, Gosh. I don't know if
1: I would hike the whole trail, but I, I would like to do it. Do
0: yep, something. it goes all the way in the middle of Maine. That's why it's so long. Like okay. mainly, I
1: want to go, you know, the parts of South Carolina, North Carolina, and Virginia. They're supposed right. to be like really beautiful. So,
0: all right. So, and like every website, it's got an article and this and that, and subscribe. But I just got a map here, and yeah, it goes all the way up into Northern Maine, and it starts. Is that Mississippi? Even, I think it's Atlanta. Oh wait, there's the yeah. It start. It starts in Atlanta or Georgia. Yeah, Northern Georgia. Those mountains in Georgia, yeah. Okay, there. You go. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll hike that with you. You let me know. I love the southeast. You know what's a great business idea, girls? Like, how do I make the money? <laughs> Operation Evil. No. What Op- Appalachia Trail Horse. There's like <laughs> depots. There's like there's like a madam, and then they like you know blowjobs on the Appalachian Trail. I think that'd be some good money right there.
1: For the- Have you ever seen the movie Deliverance?
0: Long time ago with Burt Reynolds.
1: Yeah, that's a yeah, so yeah, disturbing, movie. <laughs> Uh, I whoop, we missed. Uh, the next one I have is uh,
0: half dollar right there. It's right beneath Rob.
1: Yeah, sorry, I lost my place here. Um, half dollar for dollar ninety nine. Forget K-pop. Look up baby metal. Baby metal. I don't want to look up baby metal. I, yeah, I just, exactly. I've,
0: ha- I've had problems today. Hey, Troy, our buddy Troy.
1: Troy, what up, Troy? Chad's back. Afternoon from UT, Utah. Yep. him
0: What's and up, his family man? are. Yeah, he's like uh, this, apparently there's. Troy's kind of an interesting cat. He's kind of rare. I don't want to delve too much into, you know, his personal life or anything. Have like you guys that. met? No, but um, I've 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 known. Uh, I uh, we follow each other on different platforms, and so I know a little bit more about Troy and the fam. Mm-hmm. And so, what's really interesting about Troy, um, is just crazy concept. So, him and his wife got married, and then they had kids, and they stayed together, and he spends time with his children it's like this weird concept called like, it's called the nuclear family. What? And I yeah, a- I mean, I, like there's pictures of him fishing with his kids and spending time with them. Yeah. And the, the, now, now I don't want to bore you too much about this nuclear family, but the wife also spends time with the kids too. She's not out off power, rocking uh Cheryl Sandberg, with a corn cob up her ass uh she actually spends time with the kids too so it's just it's a new experiment they're going through kids will probably grow all fucked up and probably love their dad and want to you know marry the right people and major in the right things Mm -hmm. and they probably have grandkids that they like um i'm kind of curious where he is though in utah
1: oh maybe he'll tell
0: us yeah yeah so
1: that's actually the last super chat at least
0: what i have that's it all right cool um you gotta get going here uh, 10 minutes or so. Yeah. I don't know. Two o'clock. I, I had a great philosophical <laughs> observation. Yeah. I was listening to, uh, 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 Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And he came up with the interesting, because I'm like in the retirement stage. Like I got, I, I got, I'm not, I am in retirement stage, but I'm not in the retirement mentality. It's I'm grappling and grappling and it's causing great strife and anger. And he came up with a very dark macabre, but ultimately liberating observation. He's like, what if you're, you've lived your life's purpose and in living your life's purpose, it exhausts your life, and that by all means, you should probably end your life? It wasn't an advocation of suicide. It's just like, let you've served your purpose, you've done your time, you've done your thing. And if there's no obvious thing and you can't come up with it, he's like, and he came up and it wasn't that he, should, he didn't conclude that you should go kill yourself, but he says, I think there's a balance where once you've served your life's purpose, it should exhaust you. And until you come up with a new life purpose, if you've served that, then it's kind of over. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, huh. And I am i look at this in terms of retirement because you and I don't have kids. We don't have family. The vast majority of people, the purpose in life was to have and raise kids and pass wisdom and make the next generation of children do better than you, of which humans have failed miserably because they just spoiled the children rotten. But it was this really kind of like, Dark and macabre, where it's like, well, if you've done your life's purpose, remember when I had that cancer scare and everybody at masculinegeeks.com made fun of me because, oh, I got cancer. I might die. You know, you have really good, true friends when they make fun of you because you might have cancer. Those (laughs) are your buddies. Those are you guys.
1: Yeah. Oh, Troy's in uh, Salt Lake City, a city I love. Salt Lake City. Okay. Salt Lake
0: City. So I was like, you know, okay, I'm potentially facing death here. I'm like, all right, there's other things I like to do, but I had no regrets. I was like, I served my life's purpose. You know, like I if you got, and you don't control when you go, when you got to go, you got to go. But as long as there's no regret. And there was like this, this equilibrium, this balance where it's like, once you served your life's purpose, you don't have to really stick around anymore. I don't mean to make it macabre or sad, but do you know how hard it is to stick around in life when you got no purpose?
1: Dude, I, I used to have no purpose when I was done, you know, taxis and summers and all. So I actually do sort of know what that feels like.
0: Yeah. But there's the initial, like, let's go out and celebrate and do things. But yeah. then what do you do for the rest of the nine months out of the year? People who
1: retire, you know, they work so hard just to get mm-hmm. their pension retirement. I've heard that's the thing that leads to like alcohol and drug abuse because what suicide, else about? suicide. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. And that's, that's where I was kind of thinking. And then what, what led me to this observation is we are at a new point. Who wants nothing to do with us? Nothing to do with us. Uh, liberals, and they're highly correlated. Who wants um, nothing to do with men? I'm increasingly believing white women. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, oh, yeah. Because black women are all like about having a father around yeah. for her children <laughs> and having a nuclear family and not living off the fucking government doll and a government check. Right? Yeah, it's just white. Yeah. Um. No but the original point and purpose of both men and women have been eliminated right. right women have have fallen for it their their career the government takes care of everything so men no longer really serve any of their traditional point and purpose anymore Right, and a lot of guys today, especially seeing their dads get divorced, the brothers get divorced, the friends get divorced, or they just paying the f attention. Men are dropping out of the marriage market. Marriage rates are being postponed and dropping. I mean, children. Men are no longer investing in what would normally give them point purpose and reason in life, and that was a family and their own children. And since you know this is probably the forefront, we're on the cutting edge of this philosophy, and disproportionately apply. But women too, women too, if. The opposite sex is not going to invest in you. What do you got? And so it's really behooved upon young men like you guys have got to find something to do. You're going to have to find a plan B, uh, which I say men have an easier time doing because we were always ting. Like didn't Edison or not Edison? Edison wasn't married, was he? I don't think so. Isaac a Newton lot of- wasn't. Newton, yeah, Newton or Edison, I think a lot of these guys were either never married or they were virgins even. I know Tesla had an issue with gals. But men at least have this plan B of creativity and innovation. Women can participate in that anytime they want to, but I, I, based on choices of degrees and major, I don't think women want to do that. Uh, but again, I don't care anymore. Like Victor Pride, I don't care. I don't worry about things anymore. I don't but, know what's... Oh, I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. Well, I was, I was just saying... <clears throat> Me being on somewhat of the fringes of society, could we say philosophically in my own life and my own life choices? I mean, how many idiot podcaster, motorcyclist, economist do you know? You you start running into this issues of novelty, loneliness, agency, purpose, existentialism, and at least here on this frontier, we're starting to learn. Like, okay, here's what we got. We can do this. We can produce. We can do businesses. We write philosophy. We could tune in, we can hang out, we have camaraderie, we have brotherhood, uh, and, and but you have to find that. Otherwise yeah. you will die on the vine. Whereas gals, I'm like, again, why they're probably torching cop cars. I don't know why they're you know, probably, why they're so, but I'm like, what do you gals do? Uh, but I just wanted to, listening to that uh, uh, Jordan Peterson speech Yeah, really made me realize like, oh, you got to have somebody else to come up with. But once you've served your purpose, It's all right. If you don't have a purpose, what you have to realize then is that you're in the retirement stage, which I am at the young age of 45, where I don't have to go and run and make a ton of money. I don't have to do this. And today, you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to sit on the patio and probably have a beer.
1: I am jealous. I will be doing that tomorrow, but I can't do
0: it today. Right. But do you have kids to run to? Do you have a wife to run to? I don't, but I do have plenty of people to babysit today. <laughs> well, you God. still have agency and purpose then. <clears throat> I'm just saying for the young guys out there and the gals who may be listening, you're going to play your cards right. You're not going to get a girl pregnant and you're not going to major in stupid things. You're going to make a lot of money uh, or you're going to make enough or you're going to be a, a minimalist. The point's going to come where it's like, okay, what did I do? Well, you need to come up with some kind of agency or purpose or, or craft or great magnum opus in life. You're going to mm-hmm. have to produce something. Something. So your yeah. life counted. Then when that is done, then you could go and forgive yourself and live like a quiet samurai tending to his bonsai tree, serenity life. Or if you're more a type A type person like me, you got to find something else to do. The point is that when you get to retirement age, it is both perfectly acceptable now, in my opinion, to chill out, relax, and have fun and do nothing. Or if you're so bored, I'm not against suicide. No, I've take, I've kind of I've kind of gotten to that point where I'm like, I could see that like you've run your, you've, you've done your life. There's that no, he was talking about Socrates. I think the uh, Athenians were coming to kill him, but they gave him enough time and heads up to get out. And he said, no, I'm done. And he just let him, he's like, you guys can kill me. I'm I'm done. I think he committed suicide, but um,
1: I admit sometimes I worry. I'm not really producing anything. I know my dad and I, we have the textbooks and everything, but I mean, mm-hmm. when I'm dead, I, I need to find a way to have something, you know, if I don't have kids.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. No, and I'm sure your parents want you to have kids and all and But uh, unfortunately, what is required to have kids requires women, and requires supporting women. It also requires a society that is going to tax you and fuck you over and ruin your kids with an indoctrination in Marxism and socialism and feminism and all that. that. Um, I would not do it. it. No, I, it's it's perfectly all right not to have kids. Yeah. It's perfectly the, not the not right. Not without
1: a unicorn, and unicorns don't exist. No.
0: Hey, you got to tell me before we go, what hap- what was your horrible dating story?
1: Oh, okay. It's kind of a date. So uh, this client of mine, um, we were meeting for a drink on when was this? This was Sunday. Whenever I was texting you, and uh, it wasn't really necessarily a date, but it kind of was because we were talking and you know laughing and everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, things turned political, and you. you do Let I me guess. You, didn't, you? Turn
0: didn't turn it political. She turned it, and I think you already know what type of politics she's into. Do I even have to tell you? No, because women, unfortunately, are not independent. That would indicate I would not know. I'm like, I don't know. Women are crazy. They're really unique, interesting creatures. Like, they have their own minds. They don't. They're robots. She was a leftist. Sorry, ladies. Suck a fucking dick if that pisses you off, because it's true. You're all programmable leftists. You are predictable. You are NPCs. So she was a leftist, yes?
1: So the bartender, (laughs) it wasn't crowded, you know, Sunday, whatever. Bartender was pretty cool. You know, he was kind yeah. of overhearing all of this and he's just like rolling his eyes at some of
0: it. Right. He's got a shop, so, he needs his money, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, we were really kind of the only ones at the bar. So, he um finally this this gal leaves, you know, like, she signed her paperwork and finished her beer and everything, and she finally left and I was still hanging around and you know, drinking my beer. And then the bartender comes up to me, pours me another beer and says, "This one's on me for having to listen to that <laughs> shit." I tipped him well because that was pretty cool.
0: Cool. Um, what was what was her angle? Was it feminism, black lives oh, matter, God. taxes,
1: white okay. man bad, orange man evil? You name it, and I didn't. Okay. I remember I didn't bring it up. I was just kind of asking where she grew up and everything. I'm just like, oh, it wasn't really a date, but it could have been because she's good looking. But I just can't deal with this
0: stuff. It's ugh. here's again. I, I really got to do more research. Uh, into analyzing and assessing women's true interest in men. But based so far, I mean, this is another bit of evidence on the scale that weighs on the side that women really don't care what men want. They really don't want guys that they, if left to their own devices and the government, will take care of everything. This is their default state. But okay, but they got indoctrinated in school. Is this, is this their default state? Like what if they weren't indoctrinated in school or were just taught reading, writing, and arithmetic? Would half of them be traditional and half of them be Republican, and the other half's to be Democrats? I don't know. But right now, effectively, that's not marriage. How can you marry that? How can you date it? It's it's just so disheartening. You know, every time it happens,
1: I'm at the point where, you know, throwing what she looks like out the window. You don't even have to be conservative. Just be a little bit apolitical. Stop bringing up this shit. Even if yeah. you believe it, you know, quit posting crap on Facebook. Quit trying to pick a fight with me. It's hey, really disappointing.
0: Victor Pride, body of a Spartan. Look up his book. Mm-hmm. Just don't. You just don't worry about it anymore. You just don't worry about it. And I'm really trying. And and it's stuff like that. Like I'm gonna have a beer. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm gonna chill out.
1: Yeah. And I guess my rant, all I'm saying is that until I meet somebody who's not going to continually do that, and I realize I probably have to leave the city, mm. there's not going to be a possibility of kids because I'm not going to breed with someone like that. You know, Have you
0: thought, <clears throat> because I think marriage is way too difficult. I, I, I think it's untenable. I don't think marriage can be possible now, uh, today. Um, have you thought about like putting a bounty out for your sperm? That if a girl wants, like, oh, he's a CPA, he's reasonably good looking, he's got great uh-huh. hair. No, sir, because like one point five million after tax, women can have the the seed of Aaron Clary. They can have the sperm of Aaron Clary. Why not? We have like a a Superman, you know, Atham's six foot tall, he's a good looking guy. Maybe girls want Atham's genetic material, but none of us want kids. But the gals got to pay us one point five million to have our, our our genetics, and that's maybe how you get kids out there, but you don't you don't want to raise them. So I'll just say this, this, uh, you know, I know
1: you're not on Facebook a lot, but they always do these like memories, you know, a year ago you did this. And I just want to point out a year ago, I was in Western Canada and, um, using your dating service. It was really fun. Ah, yes. Yes.
0: Speaking of which, yeah, I was going to say, what's up, Atham? You, uh, where are you at? You at your hotel or what? Yeah, I'm working. Oh, you. Oh, but at the hotel, or are you doing something else? You're not washing windows. Yes. No, not anymore. Oh, okay. car, guys,
1: I got to get going. I'm sorry. Like, All you... right.
0: We'll see you later, Chad. We All don't right, like it, at it at anyway. At right, the, catch it. you later.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, yep. too. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love you, too. Hey, Clary,
2: just real yeah. quick. You should mod me in this channel, dude. How do I mod you? Well, fuck
0: if I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing the other one. You know, uh, well, don't, don't, don't on, and I can do hang anything. Hang on, hang on. Uh, put user in time out. No. There's you. I think it's something I got. To, why? Do I need to ban somebody or silence some people, or what? Not anymore,
2: but a while ago you did. Oh, okay. Well, so I know you you get into, you know, you get busy, and,
0: uh, and I'm yeah, in the I chat, and I can do it for you. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I presume you're not always going to be there. So, uh, Well, you want to handle well, some, uh, yeah. you know. We want to handle some questions here. Here, we got Juan for five bucks. All I, all I want from life is to own a small house with plenty of property and garage space to just restore classic cars as a living. Living out here seems impossible. Yeah, that's because you're in San Francisco, Juan. Move up to where uh, Atham is, where there's a...
2: Uh... Yeah, get the hell out of there, dude. Yeah, God him. Oh, well, well, you know his situation. It's not that easy for him.
0: No, he, he can't just up and leave. I understand. But he, he's like the poster child for, you know, don't have kids with, uh, don't stick your dick in crazy is basically what that is. Right. You know, nonsense. Where are you at? Are you over in Reno now? Or are you out in Truckee or what? No, I'm in Truckee. You're in Truckee. Okay. And you're yeah. employed now. I see. That's good. What, uh, well, I, maybe, maybe I don't want you to say anything like that, but are you getting good uh, sleep or are you working the night shift? I'm working the night shift, yes.
1: Okay. All right, cool. And
0: in the morning. No. Is that, is that a non-alcoholic beverage you have? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sugar-free right. Red Bull. Oh, sugar-free okay. Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> the drink of old men. It's because we got to keep our girlish figure. Yeah, well, I'm 36, so go <laughs> figure. Uh non-stop drink for two bucks. The indifference is the ultimate superpower to have. That is true. Which you've learned yeah. recently.
2: Well, I, I, I've always known that. I just apply that indifference, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right, but you've you've really had to exercise it as of recent, of which I've kind of yeah, looked up to you. Yeah, after.
2: it's really hard to want to kill
0: someone and not not Refrain from it. And you know this dickhead Nick letter for two bucks afternoon, gents. Stop Nick. Yep, over in uh in uh, Spokane, and that's it. So well, hey, what's going on over in Nevada, uh, California area? Anything exciting? Nah, things are closing again, you know, here
2: on the California side of things. Um, Well, it's uh, different depending on the county. So it's funny because there is a county like five miles away from here where everything is closing down, and the county where I am at, things are still open. So, okay, good, good. Yeah.
0: Well, what (laughs) are you doing? If things
2: close down in here, I'm just going to go to Reno, you know, because things stay open there for longer, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, why don't you just jump the jump the border and go down to Reno and it's what 30 mile drive or 30 minute drive or something like that. So right.
2: Well I, I will do that once I finish my degree in 2064.
0: <laughs> Good. We'll have you the know, party at I my know. place when it opens.
2: Right. That's gonna be in
0: 2065, right? Right, 2065, yes. Yeah, yes. There
2: you go. That's yeah. No, uh, I mean if you don't have a degree, if you're not skilled worker, it's better to stay on this side because you make more money.
0: Mm. What yeah. uh it, even with the uh even with the tax like, cuz I was always amazed like where you guys decided to settle cuz the border's right there but you still make more money over in California than you would in Nevada huh
2: right and and you know it's kind of funny cuz uh, it used to be the case that things were cheaper in Reno but now since Tesla and Panasonic and all those uh, you know companies moved in prices went up so going to Reno is almost as expensive if not more than staying here in Truckee hmm. what about so, like that uh,
0: cart you know
2: Carcass City. Castle City is cheaper, yes, but mm. there's not a lot going on there. You know, it's good, I guess, if you're a digital nomad, you know, or something like that. Then, yeah, Carcass City would make a
0: lot of sense. Kyle, when are you going? I mean, I I yeah, know you that, said you got you got a year. You're a junior, or such. I mean, how many years do you estimate until you're done with your chemical engineering degree? Like two, three?
2: Uh, I would say three. Three. I'm going oh. part time.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. God, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to throw a huge. Dear, seriously, we're gonna have to throw a huge party for that just alone because that was one of the. That's. I think that's one of the longest slogs I've ever seen somebody do. Is you pursuing that, with all your know, support, the family, and this and that, and all the other stuff you got going in the background. Right. We got. Yeah, we got to throw a huge party.
2: Exactly. Well, you, you know, you know more details, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. playing on hard mode, so that's, yeah, on, that's one, like, like yeah.
0: That's the way to put it. You are indeed playing on hard mode. Um, and i'm not
2: i'm not bitching it's just a statement of fact
0: (laughs) yeah yeah well we don't we don't choose the cards we're dealt that's for certain right um but it's uh no we're gonna throw one huge ass party although by the time i don't know you'll (laughs) be almost you'll be 39 i'll be 48 i don't know about you but a big ass party would just probably be us smoking cigars and just kind of sitting and doing nothing (laughs) And probably relaxing. Well, after all of... these
2: years of knowing you, you have not had a freaking drink with me. Not one. So all right, we... all right. I'll have, I'll have a we'll drink with
0: you when you graduate. I promise. How's that sound? <laughs> you better have at least five. I don't know about five anymore. That was, that was the olden days. So, uh, <laughs> Nick, for two more dollars, what is the sleep you speak of? I don't know. You and Nick, you probably don't. You went, what, 48 hours without sleep one time or something? Uh, one time I did an experiment. That, that um, was an experiment.
2: It wasn't related to work. I went three days without sleep. Three days. My God. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what was that? 72 hours? I don't
0: know. Yeah, 72. I did, um, what was it? I think it was 29 hours straight, and I was working security. I was. I remember I was falling asleep under Highway 94 working a security gate because I worked at two different security companies. <laughs> and I ended up going to uh, not Big Bad Voodoo Daddy's. Uh, Cherry Poppin' daddies. I went to a swing band, yeah, at First Avenue, and that, like, woke me up, and I did another shift, but I was up 29 hours straight, and I never want to do that again. Never, never. I did it when I was 18. I'm not going to do it now. (laughs) No. Dude, you're at that age now where it's like we're still young and in shape. We can do it, but it is so much – like, whether you're drinking or running, anything else, it it takes a lot more now.
2: Right. Um, Well, um, I know. You'd be surprised. Uh, I can hang out with the kids and usually they don't last as long. I don't know. They don't make them. That's, like the that's youth. <laughs> millennial.
0: Those are Z kids. Gen Z is not even kids. They're barely developed. They're like, <laughs> yeah. they're, like they're, they're malnourished. And I don't, I don't, I don't consider that. To... Yeah. <clears throat> kid a uh, big vis 497 for 5 bucks thoughts on fed coin shortage most stores here in new york only accept credit cards good time to go you you posted something like this right i sent you guys a picture of that mm-hmm. we we have that going on here in california as well yeah i guess they're not um exchanging coins cuz it could spread the coronavirus and so now well if uh, companies
2: I will say the last sentence in, in this super chat says it all good time for crypto. Um, I think that's what I want you to think because that's what they're going to push for.
0: I, um, well, yeah, their crypto, the one that the feds are coming out with. cashless uh, society. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's what's going on. I, uh, I kind of wish I bought more crypto when it crashed it's recently, up. but it's, it's yeah. back up to 9,000 again. Our Bitcoin is anyway. Uh, because I, I won't lie to you. I'm, I'm working on a project. I've employed somebody. Uh, to start working on where to move uh, in case the United States go to shit, which I've, I should have been doing all this time. It's just, you know, there's no time, but now I'm like here, I'm paying you to do this research, <clears throat> but I, uh, a lot of it would just be probably simplified if I could rely on cryptocurrency to be stable at that time where it's like, no, I'm just buying crypto because otherwise you got to like, okay, where do I, do I buy property? Do I buy it in Bulgaria, Poland? Where do I, do I have a, a cash account? Do I invest in Polish securities? Cause American securities with their QSIP numbers, they'd say, oh no, you can't pay out that person. Cause he's an evil conservative Republican that left the United States. But crypto <laughs> solves all this. It's a real simple. And like, I'm thinking like, even if I lost half my money, I would save all this time. if i just bought a ton of crypto and then oh, shit hits the fan. All right, I'm over. In wherever Romania, and right. I, I I cash in what was once five hundred thousand dollars. Now it's only two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But at least I got myself some some Polish Draklava or whatever the currency is over in Poland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, I know the reason for the coin shortage is they don't want to um uh, spread the germs. That's all it is. Which I don't know why they don't sanitize it. But okay, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Actually, that's what we could do sanitize coins. We just go buy a bunch of Purell, get a bunch of coins, dump it in, wash it, and then put it in like a sealed bag and sell. Here, this roll right. of $10 of quarters is $20. You can take it. Uh, bacon for $223. Test to see if I'm still banished. No, you're not. You're in bacon. You're good to you're go. You're back. Yep, you're back. So that's it. What's uh, the rest of your day look like? You got a rounding out a shift and going to bed or what? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I
2: still have three more hours to go here and, uh, then I can finally go to bed.
0: Cool. All right.
2: For about oh. three or four hours, and I get to wake up and do it all over again.
0: We got nothing else to do. <laughs> what, else is, what else am I supposed I know, to do? Right I know. I, I, I can't. What else we going to do? I might as well make money. Is that, uh, yeah. I'll bake it for 556. Here's some hard-earned blood shekels to tell YouTube to go fuck itself. Woke up during triple digits to do all this all of this shit, the fuck out of here. Bacon, which you can find at thegoddamnbacon.com. And you and I have met Bacon. Mm-hmm. He's uh, in good shape. So I got All drunk right. with Bacon. Huh? We got drunk. Oh, oh you guys Bacon got drunk I... together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you guys you know, I crashed at your house that one time. So, All right, cool. Well, uh, let's uh, let's call it a day. I wish you the best of the luck on your rest of your security shift. Um, I'm sure we'll hurry. Oh, Josh, for two bucks more. Coin shortage equals conspiracy theories everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably true. Uh, will you take us all correctly there, uh, Atham? Totals.